Warning, today's episode may include Kafka-esque theatrical kidnappings, robots who paint in blood, and cannonballs that don't pay no mind. Eva Anderson helps us spread our golden wings and fly to the American adventure on today's Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the podcast hosted by three men who would rather enter the basketball court inside the Matterhorn than Christ's kingdom of heaven. <laughs> um, it's a long walk. Uh, I'm Scott Gardner. I'm good. joined by Mike Carlson. I have thought about how cool it would be to play basketball in there, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm a bad athlete. I'm bad at basketball, but... I bet everyone who has played in that is uh, terrible. I bet it's a land for non-athletes, <laughs> um, except for those Matterhorn uh, mountain climbers. Uh, they're they're athletic. You yes, they're very athletic. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, um, you know, if we don't acknowledge the other host, then does he get to talk? Oh, good uh, point. We could cu- we could cut him out. We could ice really him out. We have the power. <laughs> uh, no, he will. Hey, we got to get him in on this. It's Jason Sheridan. Hi, this is my greatest fear when everyone just turns on me. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I've prepared for it. I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. You have a po- uh, you have your own like theme park podcast logo made up for when you split off because we've iced you out. Oh yeah, yeah. When you uh, go to just Jason's uh, theme time, Jason's theme Jason's park theme time. Yeah, so I guess it's just me now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my intro every episode. <laughs> it's very off-putting, and people hate it. Also, the name of your uh, album, your first musical album. It's Jason's just me now. Time. Oh, no, it's, it's just, just me, me now. now. Yeah, just you glum in a sweater. Uh, uh, yeah, nice. the oh, the cover is yeah. Well, the the back cover is me in a sweater. The front cover is me in a tuxedo, but the bow tie is undone. A cigarette. I, like I'm a, sort of like a Seth MacFarlane. Like a Seth MacFarlane type. type. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the night, and the the, the show didn't go well. Everyone walked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, and uh, and there and there is a fourth joining us. We're very happy to have her. A great writer and performer from Comedy Bang Bang, and you're the worst. It's Eva Anderson. Hey guys. Hey. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. We're so yes. excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh man, there is there is uh, so there's so much to talk about. I feel like I have heard I've heard rumors of your uh, theme park lore and uh, and backstory, and you seem in general like just a, a big fan of uh, insane experiences out in the world. Yeah, uh, as are we. So uh, yeah, but like to- you're like braver about them than we are. Like a hundred times, like you'll do some. In- I've seen like interesting stuff, scary stuff, yeah. immersive stuff, where like it seems like you're getting like abducted or or there's a prowler at the door <laughs> i had a lot like two years ago i i bought a subscription service where this immersive theater company did a play in my life and they like came to my house oh, at wow. six in the morning and arrested me in a kafka-esque fashion wow oh my God. and they were all like uh young people who lived in like orange county uh-huh. So, so, so <laughs> wait. Aware of the not characters you were dealing with. Wait, yeah. they, they like brought you into a into a van and took you somewhere. No, they showed up at my house and they were like, "You are under arrest for crimes," and it was like <laughs> fucking incredible. And then they sent me to my room to change into my finest to meet the inspector <laughs> and I did and while they were I was in my room they hid things all over my house that I had to find later 
Was I feel like one of your roommates told me, like, yeah, every now and then a strange box oh, Lisa. will show up. Yeah, Lisa will just call it, <laughs> yeah, there'll be a strange box every now and then. We just assume it's an Eva thing. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You and, also prepare to meet the inspector. Fuck no. No, nope. I have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, uh, so I did that for a while. And then that theater company moved to San Francisco without ever finishing my story. What? Oh, no. Oh, they God. might be back, though. They This might be uh, the... Oh, it's a long the, con kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, what is it? I don't think it is, though. It's been too long. Mm. Um, You don't think this is the prestige is not coming, right? That's the end of a magic What if they had figured out, what if we revealed to you that we were part of this and that (laughs) (laughs) this is the finishing? We're part of the group from La Mirada? Yeah, Yeah. we're from La Mirada and we started this podcast as a way to con you into getting here and now we're revealing the finale. Oh my God, immersive actress Dolores Quintana walks out (laughs) in the hallway. (laughs) No, Dolores, not yet. We just mentioned you. Get back. (laughs) Dolores is an old friend of Jason's. Oh my God. What if you guys pretended to be interested in theme parks week after week? It's the <laughs> Hoping that work. I would listen to the podcast mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> to yep. lure me in. All right, step one, she's in. Um, oh yeah, very predictable. We learned everything. Oh um, man. Okay, yeah. So, all right. So you've there. Yeah, you you've been involved in immersive uh, theater world. Uh, uh, you, you also uh, you you grew up getting to experience some like uh, the kinds of Disney experiences that will still today make us uh, uh, insanely jealous <laughs> I, uh, I, I feel yes. uh, like uh, I mean yeah prepare to hear some some very genuine gasps I suppose as yes we, uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm aware of my privilege I want to say that up at top right, right. like I know that like this is not normal and that it's by talking about it it might be like annoying I don't know you're you well if you're if you're appreciative oh very yes highly highly yeah, it's all in the attitude. If you're saying like, "Yeah, of course I got to do these cool things," then if, then people will be mad. But if you're saying, "I'm so humbled uh, by the yes. experience to have done," you know, like uh, whatever you're about to say, you yeah. know, I think people will be like generally happy for you that you got to do it. Oh, I don't need people to be happy for me. Oh, okay, I never mind. Want, then. I just don't want <laughs> you don't them want them to be, be mad. I don't, yeah, I just don't want them to you be. You don't happy. want. Got it. Got it. That yeah. would be insane. That that is some. That is what made someone mad. Aren't you happy oh, right. for me? But if I was like, I demand that you all. <laughs> Happy for me. <laughs> Listeners, please be happy for Eva. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not sure how to get into it. I just, I know, like, I, you, you guys have, like, it's it's all like a hushed secret. Like I heard that Eva like went to the we, yeah was, we was, like, I guess the, the first you had mentioned to me uh, and Scott like some of the things you got to do. Well, I guess we should first say you have a family connection. Yeah, to my, so my dad is Harry Anderson, who was on Night Court and Cheers, and he worked for Disney through the in the eighties and nineties. Okay, like sure. on and off, he was the absent-minded professor in the t- right. the new version right. of it on TV in '88. And then there was like a sequel, I think probably in 89 or 90. Which you reminded me of. And he is like, he has like a, like a computer assistant. Yeah, That's there's a trailer. Update. If you Google it, it's fucking great. He has like a computer friend named Albert um, who talks. He's on like the screen of a tiny, tiny Apple computer. Like a grayscale. A grayscale animated like Albert Einstein character who's like, 
Yes, you should call it flubber. It's guys, it's like it's it's just very available. Just Google. Yeah, yeah. Just Google away. I like that he the computer the professor doesn't get to figure out that it's flubber. A computer has to word analyze and figure Flying it out for rubber. him. Um, oh, I see flubber. <laughs> he got the idea from a computer saying the idea. Uh, um, right, right, okay, okay. And what like what else in Disney World? I feel like I do remember him from. Like a, from a lot of like specials, and yeah. Like hosted um, specials. He hosted stuff. a lot of, or like appeared in a lot of specials. I think. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, which I I should say uh, the, I don't think I've talked to you about this. That the the specific special that he hosted, the Disneyland story, is my very favorite one that ever. I am so, I am an aficionado of <laughs> like at this point dozens and dozens of Disney specials of various kinds, and this was the one that I taped off the TV, wore it out. Uh, uh, like I remember every commercial break. I remember the specific like Sizzlers commercials. I don't know it at all. What is it about? You don't know. I was hoping this <laughs> would be the case. It's very complicated. Um, I, I, Mike and I have also watched it, but but I watched it. We're not nearly as an adult. in deep as Scott is on this. I one. specifically Great. love the last ten minutes, uh, but Scott, I'll oh, let you yeah. build to that. The, la- um, the last ten minutes are very specific. Here, I have it in uh, front of me, and I can flip through. Fran- I'm very excited to get to yeah. explain this to you for the first time. I'm very uh, excited to see it we open on the disneyland uh railroad station and your father oh he's is in a in fedora a, and trench coat. fedora and trench coat which i feel like he had kind of like an old-timey air that, and a lot of his, things yeah that was his look sure sure uh, um so he is in the back of a train and it's like a special car and a special train that is going to like not just do the regular route of Disneyland, but instead take you through the history of Disneyland and through time. The thing I don't want to put on mic here, so I can just keep talking, is that this is all set to the Back to the Future music. Fuck yeah! Strangely, <laughs> not a Disney property. Not a Disney property. And I like I was so messed up, and I love this thing so much that in my mind it was always. It, oh, like when I saw Back to the Future, I was like, oh, it's the Disneyland story music. This is in something else. Oh, holy. That's how backwards. I, I love this special so much. I love that. And then I'm very excited. <laughs> you get to see this for the first time. Here's your dad traveling through time, through the history of Disneyland. And uh, like the time train at the end of Back to the Future 3, sparkles, oh. <laughs> old analog sparkles. And yeah, like lighting up the room. purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little, neon. Oh, it's like, like he's like going to die. Still lightning bolts. It's like aha. <laughs> Take on me oh, level technology. A, he passed a calendar that said February. A tunnel that <laughs> took him through the space, the the Star Tours warp, and now he is in awe of the history of Disneyland There's passing Maleficent. before his eyes. He just passed Walt. There's a lot of just mouthing wow. He's just pointing. Pointing. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing good. Uh, this is, it's so much fun. Just look this up on YouTube. Enjoy it on your oh, own yeah. time. Enjoy I will. your father's work. Now, the, um, the thing for me that where this special really takes, gets me is the last like 10 minutes. He's like, here's what's coming soon to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And it is all these attractions and most of them never happened. What are they? Uh, Dick Tracy's Crime Stoppers. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys have mentioned that. The yeah. shooting game? The shooting game, yeah. Yeah, where you would shoot criminals <laughs> in a police oh, car. We were such a Dick Tracy family. That would have been so dope. Oh, man. Yeah. It w- mm-hmm. I think it would really stand out today the way that... Well, another thing that they talked about was like more... You ended up with Toontown and you ended up with the Roger Rabbit cartoon spin ride. But I think there would have been a ton more, like an entire Roger Rabbit world. Oh, and wow. Roger Rabbit and Dick Tracy were both very odd because they didn't like... They didn't maintain. Like they're standing in Disney... 
culture sort no. of dropped off right after this special, basically. But it's so crazy because Roger Rabbit, I would argue, is like one of the best. Yeah. 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 It was I think a huge it's, hit. It's, um, like, it's like E.T. where... There was no because there are no further films. Well, there's yeah. kind of less of a way to keep it alive. The Roger Rabbit lasted a little because they had like they did a short with the baby. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Baby so like Herman. the baby Herman there and then the ride is a Disneyland. Ride. Oh yeah, there was you're be, like in, a baby yes. Herman's carriage yes. like that gets out of control. So Roger floated along for a while. There's been rumors. Yeah. There was a rumor for a, lo- a long time that they were going to remake an old Hope and Crosby movie with Mickey and Roger, Ooh. which is a great idea. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That didn't happen, huh. but uh, so I like, think there was there was going to be like a great movie ride out here, or more Hollywood themed stuff that never got built. Uh, it, well, Alien Encounter out here. Alien Encounter. It's just out like here. one by one, he takes you into the future and goes up to the year two thousand and lists many many things, none of which happen. I think not a single one in the <laughs> yeah. list. And you wonder, Disney does a lot of that, like kind of pre-announcing plans, even in specials. It is weird. Which I wonder if that's partially to generate interest. In it ha- and like gauge yeah. fan interest in well, it. Now it's yeah. only like if the money's ready. Now well, it's only like if something is going to happen. But they also suppose the rumors are that they gauge interest now on podcasts. They leak information Ooh. to podcasters. <laughs> I won't say who, but they'll leak information out and then they'll get a like a t- like a test from the audience to see if people online are mad or not. And oh. then they proceed with or they pull the plans back. Oh, such as it was recently announced that the um, Disney Hollywood Studios was maybe going to be called Disney Cinemagine yes. Park, mm-hmm. which is a bizarre, horrible name. I don't and, like that at all. But no. it was. But they said no, it's not happening. But there was a whole rumor leak about it, and then all of a sudden, I then people must have been like irate, like we all just were. That's mm-hmm. how we are. Show up being irate. Oh no, that's bad. <laughs> um, and then they said no, we're gonna we're gonna keep the name Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. So let's keep being vocal about everything to yes. see if it affects. I'm going to show you one more part of okay. this special. Uh, so he is talking about we're in the Haunted Mansion era of Disneyland history, and the Imagineers are gauging whether it will be a funny ride or a scary ride. And then there's this. In the end, the mansion becomes more light than fright, kind of a happy haunting ground for the whole family. Good. Now I can go there with my five-year-old. Otherwise, she'd have to go alone. Aww. There you go. <laughs> Isn't that I cool? I was five. Okay. I wasn't sure if there was a sibling. If, uh, if There's a little a... brother. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. Oh, that's so cool. There you go. You're a yeah. joke in this this thing that I watched religiously uh, at, at when I was like five, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I love that. So, uh, uh, yeah, big fan of that. It's very exciting to show you that. Well, I can't um, wait to watch it later and see all the things that he uh, talks about that never happened. It's Yeah, yeah. That part is really fun. In general, it's like a really, it's a fun little like uh, jaunt through Disneyland history that kind of spells it out for a kid but for, that sets you yeah. up to then go on every website known to man and discover every yeah. specific date everything opened and who designed it all and uh, <laughs> this this started me on the road to ruin I feel. also it seemed like it had a decent budget like some of these specials mm-hmm. we we have watched or talked about like have been pretty slapdash and mm-hmm. this one is uh, the opposite if they like. in fact paid for the back to the future yeah, if they reason. yeah yeah unless it's it's sound alike enough and we just are filling in the blanks just mentally assuming. yeah 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 no no it's it's literally you think it, it yeah, is? Yeah. yeah okay yeah sort of odd culture clash so Eva your first visit to Disneyland was it just as a normal civilian or was it a yeah okay and also my I think my first visit to well maybe now that he says five year old because my mom told me the first time so we I grew up in L A I went there when I was little mm-hmm. we went I 
just throw Dumbo or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, there was like a family lore, which I don't know if it's true. Uh, and my because I love my dad, but he can be a bit of a fabulist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know that word. You know, fabulist. Okay, uh, <laughs> sure. Flight, I, flights of fancy. I see. Yes. I see. Okay. Um, he claims that in high school he worked at Disneyland and he was in the goofy suit and then he got fired for being on acid on Tom Sawyer's Island <laughs> in the suit, oh my God. hiding behind a tree. Wow. And so uh, the scandalous information. I know. You listen to the show. You know what that does to us. But uh, also uh, that might not be true at all. Okay. But that's right. a Hold fun story he likes to tell. That's right. Because um, he was, and also he was underage for like the job, or maybe oh. he wasn't. I think he was underage for. He lied about his age or <laughs> um so yeah because my dad grew up here he went to north hollywood high nearby oh, and, okay yeah and then he lived in orange county and worked at all the parks he worked at japanese deer uh garden have you guys learned about that is that a buena park thing yeah it okay. was like a animal park that briefly oh. existed by knott's berry farm i guess is it i've seen photos of some weird attraction where there's like people in mascot costumes of Japanese people. Yes. And that's that is, as horrible that's looking it? as That's it? That's the Japanese imagine. deer garden. Okay. Oh, you wow. Guys, it's, deer garden? Yeah. It had the miniature, I guess, miniature Japanese deer. Whoa. I one time found, because he, he worked there too, and there's another story about that. Uh, he got bit by a black widow spider. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he, I, I, maybe it was his friend. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but anyway, I was in Chinatown once and I found a, a like memorial plate from this this track, this park. Whoa. So it did exist. Okay, okay. And uh, it's, I don't think it was very short-lived. I think I, I researched a little bit and it was like a, like yeah, it had a bear maybe? that would do tricks and it had like, um, yeah, it was just like a... a Japanese themed animal park. Wow, weird. Yeah, sixties. Buena Park had a lot of oddities uh, at for the sure. time, like the wax museum that's kind of been nothing we, for a long time. Yeah. Is there nothing in there? I drove past it because I, you guys know I, because I tweeted at you that I did what you said, Scott, and I, oh, yeah. I was driving up from Orange County, <laughs> from San Diego, where I was buying actually a piece of art by a Disney uh, watercolor. Uh, okay, uh-huh. yeah, I, I. Based on your on the podcast, oh man, I'd been researching uh, because of the Van Leeuwen. Is that the Van Leeuwen uh, Van Eaton Gallery? Van Eaton Van Eaton Gallery. Yeah. yeah, I was researching as I was buying a gift for my boyfriend. I was researching different fine art by like Disney uh, by watercolor California watercolorists. Oh, okay. And it turns out that I didn't know this history, but in uh, the 40s and 50s, Walt bought basically bought his own watercolor school. So, because he wanted to sh- like have a bunch of watercolorists at the go for all of the mm-hmm. like to paint oh, all the backgrounds boy. and be animators and like have people ready to go like as and especially as these like moving people to the parks or whatever else yeah like have like people ready to fill the talent holes I guess so he invested a ton of money in this watercolor school wow. so if you were like a watercolor artist from anywhere in the country you ended up in California going to the school which then merged and became Cal Arts, Cal Arts right? which oh. still feeds the gotcha. system yeah wow so anyway. I Wait, so it was there or like like was it literally that campus in Valencia or whatever or um I don't or? know where the original I think it might have been Pasadena. Weird. But mm. um yeah. So um well, I bought a painting by a guy named Art Riley who did a bunch of like seascapes, but he also painted backgrounds for uh, Bambi wow. and mm. uh, a bunch of other like yeah, the original movies. Oh, so cool. Those so people are no joke. Those, yeah. those original yeah. artists are yeah. so great. It's cool, and it's uh, if you Google the guy Art Riley, it's um, a seascape, but it looks like a Disney background. It's really cool. That's oh, cool. cool. Oh, um, amazing! 
So I was driving up from there and I was like, there's traffic and I was by Knott's Berry Farm and I was like, I could just, according to the podcast, <laughs> not go in, but just uh-huh. hang out near and see what's around. For and free, so, parking yes. free. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you got to buy the food and the drinks and everything, but uh, yeah. how did it go? How was your uh, how was your time? I was fun. I walked around. I went in all the little shops. I uh, had some soup, which was not good, uh-huh. and, a, mm-hmm. and a boysenberry beer. Oh, yeah. wait, which you were iffy on as well? A little sweet, but okay. also it's nice that the chicken restaurant's expanded enough that there's like other, you couldn't, I didn't have to wait at all. I just went and like. Yeah, there's a ton of rooms. And yeah, if you go at an odd time, I think that's a, that's a legit bar. I think it's very nice in there. I don't think, I think they didn't, ret- they, they retained the like old timey charm, I feel. Have you guys mm-hmm. been? I still haven't been to the new renovated. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It was like, it, it kind of looked like it was. Maybe not a good time, a good type of chintzy. It was maybe like a little retirement home. Yeah, yeah it made you feel but, old. But and that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that was how the old, like the old Mrs. Knott's chicken restaurant was like, a, like had not been renovated in like sixty years. Yeah, that's so true. that's always that's part of the charm is that it was kind of a dump. Okay, yeah, but, but the one time I ate there, there was like a really, really old, angry woman at the table next to me, <laughs> just like senile and. <laughs> bitter and there with her family and didn't seem to be having fun and i was like well no wonder you're in like the nursing home dining room oh yes that's exactly how it fit yeah yeah yeah. and sort of like spare and like old surfaces that you never see that are very 60s and uh when i went uh well you were there for that that brunch right yes we went to a breakfast brunch or yeah (laughs) a breakfast like buffet and there was the biggest piece of meat I had ever seen. I, what was it? It was a ham or something? Yeah. It was just a ham and it, it looked like it was, I'm trying to think of like, it was like a suitcase size of, <laughs> and it was just like rotating there and it just, I don't think, I don't think any of us ate any of it. It was I can't, It was just, it was filet. It was a dead Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, it was bigger than Snoop. I think it was like Charlie Brown's mom or something. It was bigger than, it was crazy. So yeah. And you were scouting the hotel. I, I didn't walk yeah. in. I just looked. It's so gross. It was like so dirty and gross from the we, outside. Yeah, yeah. And there's like kind of an odd, like there's like a there's a, a wedding area with a gazebo, but then it's just, it's not like a little manicured garden. It's just sort of pavement. Oh, and, no. uh Yeah. Uh, uh, amber, amber Waves, the restaurant. I did see the sign uh, for Amber Waves. Oh, you know, I have no complaints about Amber Waves. I had a good, I had a good drink in Amber Waves. We had a good Keep drink. it up, Amber Should Waves. I... The Friday, did you go to the Friday, the TGI Fridays? <laughs> I, I, I marveled at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need to do. It, behind the candy store, um, like indoors where the bathrooms are, there's like a weird mill installation that uh, Walter yeah. not put there with like a plaque being like, this yes. was the mill wheel. Yes, so it's weird. Just, it's a little room, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a room with like weird foliage leading to the bathrooms and then this and is mill it, wheel. It's hot, right? It's like humid yeah, in there? Yeah, it's very humid in there. Yeah, yeah. it feels yeah. like you're, could probably to keep the plants nice, it feels like you're in like at the county fair, like one of the horticultural pavilions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those odd sheds at the fair location that stays there for like even when the fair's closed. Uh, the, we, yeah, and also, uh, uh, George Washington's uh, fireplace. George Washington's mantle <laughs> is there. That's awesome. Uh, look, it's I. You know, I'll end up talking about it on many an episode. Yeah, go, if you're going out in Buena Park. If we're talking about something being dumpy and chintzy, 
that doesn't mean don't go there. Yeah, that no, means, I, yeah. I was. I had a great time. That yeah. means get in your car right now and go. But we should clarify: this is not one of the the amazing privileged experiences Eva got. There. No, oh yeah, <laughs> this is a common Southern California thing. <laughs> Anyone where can do all if the you, time. If you if traffic is just so insanely bad as it often is, sometimes you just hunker down at a bar or a restaurant for a little just while gotta, until it clears up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't that's have to be not Sperry Farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to be a, a captain of industry to go see George Washington's no. mantle. No. <laughs> it's an experience for waiting for all of you. One um, more thing I noticed while I was there, right now they're doing a, a Peanuts, a sort of Peanuts experience at Knott's Berry Farm where you can meet all the characters from Peanuts. Okay. And they they aren't peanuts. always doing they're that. They're always there, but I think there's like a celebration a you're celebration talking about. Of like peanuts, of peanuts, yeah. yeah. Special themed snacks around mm-hmm. the park. And there's like a Peanuts land in one area where you can meet and get pictures with Charlie Brown and, and Linus and Snoopy and... Lucy, mm-hmm. but uh, they—if you, if you go on the website, you can find this. Pigpen is just in Old West Town in the livery barn, <laughs> and, separate from his friends. Yeah, he's in the fucking livery barn, wow. and they just say in the livery barn, and he's just like standing there, covered by like dirt, and there's like clouds of dust around him, like that are drawn, and uh-huh. you can get a picture with him, but you have to know that he's in this other area, and there's—I don't know how you would know that. That's odd. Yeah. You so, aren't reading the li- the park literature. Come yeah. in this barn, meet Pigpen in his simulated filth. <laughs> he eats from a trough. It's like where the freak show freaks have to stay <laughs> on the road. Also, not a thing, like, not a cliche about children that they're so filthy, they never are clean. Like, he's like the weirdest of all the... I read, I was Googling, I was reading the Wikipedia of Pigpen, and I guess Charles, Charles Schultz was embarrassed that he created Pigpen because wow. ultimately oh, no. he was like his least favorite character because he only had one game character game right it made no sense oh uh, oh yeah because what is his personality outside of and it was like he was so beat. popular and he was like i wish i hadn't made this he's just a dirty boy like this cursed dirty boy what hath i wrought <laughs> everywhere i look there's kids with flies around them going around them in perfect circles yeah <laughs> leaving line visible lines behind them yeah, i mean the subtext i don't think i'm making this or i'm this isn't my original thought but he was a poor kid Right, like that's no, but maybe the <laughs> subtext. But eventually, it became a thing where he would bathe, and then the dust would appear immediately. Oh, it was a genetic condition that he was dirty? Yeah, just or like some curse, like a gypsy <laughs> curse. <laughs> yeah. Wow, was, I didn't realize magic. that. It was so, like mutation. Tim Allen Santa Claus, when he would shave the beard, it would come right back. So, like he would wipe the <laughs> wash the dirt away. It's really it, grim. At yeah. one point, he like keeps part of his body clean long enough to like woo a girl. In one comic, this oh is all on the Wikipedia. Uh, a struggle we can all relate to, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's in the livery barn. You can meet him. Check him out. Do he's like almost always man. there. He's now part of the celebration. That's just his cage. <laughs> Jesus Christ! If he hasn't uh, yeah, lost his spirit, if he isn't just like huddled in the corner, <laughs> maybe he'll come say hi. Uh-huh. Uh, he's docile. Uh, uh, okay, but so uh, all right. Well, we got onto it, and, and so. Someday we'll talk about the American adventure. We'll get in there for you know last ten minutes or so. Yes. But first, like okay, so your the rest of your Disneyland uh, upbringing. <laughs> okay. So um, so my dad was working for Disney. So the craziest thing was that in I believe it was eighty nine or ninety we flew 
to uh, Epco- to Disney World and were there for the opening of MGM Studios. Because my dad did the, I think he was the, because ju- his character was a judge, he like marshaled the opening and he wow. his handprints are in front of the Grauman's. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're right, in yeah. the, yeah. So oh, that cool. was insane. We flew in like a weird plane with like Kevin Costner. Oh, wow. And um, we're there for that. And huh. then after that, um, we went four more times over the years mm-hmm. to Orlando and we had like the crazy, um, we had guides. Okay. So we, we had a vacation, but we had like the guides that let you in the back and we never waited in line. Oh man. And so the things that were crazy that happened during that time was, uh, one is that, um, in the lounge, celebrity lounge waiting to go on honey. I shrunk the audience. We met Roger Ebert with Chaz and the kids. Oh, wow. uh, he gave us all of the Oscar predictions that he had for the next week. <laughs> hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger the Fourth. Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. When Forrest Gump was up, he did not think for, uh, Tom Hanks would win. He Whoa, thought wow. Peter Fonda would win for Uli's Gold. I remember this very specifically. <laughs> <laughs> but then after the movie was over, he turned to us and gave it, gave it a thumbs up. Wow. Great. He gave Honey, I, I shrunk, shrunk the audience a, <laughs> a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah. Wow. Uh, was he there to do, were there cameras capturing that? Was he there to do that only? I think he was on a vacation and like oh. he, we both got put in the same lounge. Wow. The thing about Disney World, it's like, if, have you guys ever done a guide at Disneyland? Have you ever been in that position? Because it's like no. at Disneyland, they were never built for to have special guests. So you just oh, walk oh, in the exit yeah. in front of everyone. If you want, if you're, yeah, <laughs> it's right, not right. good. <laughs> okay. But Florida like actively built for VIP. Yeah, it's like yeah. special entrances, special rooms that you hang out in, oh, and then wow. like entrances where no one sees you get on the ride. So wow. it's like this crazy like system. Oh, I've heard. I worked for this Disney-owned company, and like the CEO of it got to like was went got on the haunted mansion, and there's like a room of the haunted mansion, not just a waiting room, but like a room with a painting gag that's only for VIPs. Wow, really? There's a separate. I've never start heard this. To the ride. I don't remember, but I. I'm sure I saw that. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. We've talked about on the show there, and it's, those are the cor- there's corporate lounges at Epcot for oh, these yeah. different companies. So I don't know if you got to go. Did you get to go in the corporate lounges, or were there different lounges? Well, for a new one like Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, I think this was just like for VIPs, right? But okay. I bet I, I bet I went in the Exxon Lounge. So that, yes, that's that what, what I'm saying? asking. If you got I, to go and hang with the Exxon employees, I definitely <laughs> did. I definitely went on the Exxon ride, and I definitely did a walkout when it broke. Oh point. yeah, Is that what it's called? Oh really? Yeah, oh, I walked. Oh. Oh, the, I walked through the yep. dinosaurs once, which was wow. Dead. That's Whoa. great. <laughs> um, and then, okay, here's a, ne- a couple other crazy things that happened. Um, Road Tower of Terror with Alan Menken. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> on the way out, Alan Menken turns to us and says, "Pretty good. Needs a song though." Oh, oh wow. Mankin. <laughs> and Mankin forecasting what would happen to the gu- the guardian when the Guardians of the Galaxy ride would take uh, over and they just added songs to it. 
So really, he was 20 years ahead. But I think he was also being funny about yes. how Twilight Zone has this very good song. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. He was, he was, he oh, was he being was like. Oh, he was downplaying yeah. the, uh, yes, the famous. Uh, right. Yeah, he was like, I'm cool. And then the third crazy thing I did was I got to take a tour of the animation studios and see an animatic of Beauty and the Beast before mm. it came out. Jeez, it was crazy. crazy. Yeah. Wow. So those are all very privileged experiences I had. Did and I watch? want you all to be happy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear I am. I swear. The, uh, the, like the entire film Beauty and the Beast? The, no, it was like, just a scene. It was well. the scene where, where, he, the, where he gets hurt. After he gets hurt, going into the woods to help her and then, and then like he yells at her. Mm-hmm. And and it was like Robbie Benson and uh, what's her, whatever Paige O'Hara's voice is, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just like drawings, like, and we just got to watch them in like a little mm-hmm. screening room. Do you remember being confusing to watch? Because I feel like I've seen like it, Disney animatics are so like pencil scratch. It was pencil scratch, but it was like interesting. I mean, and um, we also got to see like the very early CGI of the because um, I think the the chandelier was a very early computer animated effect. Oh right, so yeah, we got yeah. to see the mm-hmm. we got to see that too. Wow, um, and I got to walk around and just kind of see like editors, uh, animators' cubicles where they would have wow. like funny little like uh, inside jokes uh, that they tacked on the outside, but it was like they were such great artists that they all looked really amazing. Um, wow. So that was yeah. a great experience. Did no? Did any uh, characters leap off the page and wink at you? I mean, it anything? was like it was like them drawing <laughs> each other like unflatteringly. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. It was like great. that was what it was mostly. Oh, it was like oh, someone had sketched like Rob. And stuck it on his cubicle, and he was like, "Oh man!" And but you know, it was still like hand drawn. I don't know how much hand drawn animation still happens there now. Uh, I think there is no animation studio yeah. now. Um, the, they some were of still the doing sh- it up until I think like a lot of Mulan happened. There. There's a movie. Uh, uh, I should look. We're plenty researched, but uh, there's. I want to say Mulan or something is was done entirely at uh, MGM Studios. Oh, that's I think cool. that's right, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, but there's nothing there anymore, really. That They yeah, closed that whole sure. studio there in Florida. Isn't um, it weird that Orlando had to pretend to have a film industry for the sake of pumping up Yes, these, it is funny, uh, because parts. Eisner wanted people not to go to Universal Studios, oh. so that's why there was a backlot at, at Hollywood Studios. It's and so that's weird. Why, but why yeah. did they also, ever film anything at uh, Universal, either? Like, why just declare, all, for no reason, Orlando is Hollywood East? Well, I think they yep. thought that people would be like, okay, if it's themed like a studio, we'd better see some movies being shot here. Like, when no one people cares. don't give a shit. I just want to go on rides. Yeah, right? I just want to go on rides. And, like, that was... I was watching some video on YouTube, and it pointed out that, like, yeah, the back lot at Disney MGM Studios was next to a an attraction called Catastrophe Canyon that was constantly exploding every 12 minutes. So not a great shooting environment in terms of, like, pristine audio quality. Yeah, I have a couple very specific memories of places that I haven't researched, but I know they were there. Uh-huh. One was um, a restaurant where you would eat in a person's living room. Do you oh, guys know yeah, what this the is? The 50s primetime cafe. Yeah, and there would yeah. be a mean... This all leads up to like the reason I pay people to like come to my house and yell at me. Because <laughs> yeah. my favorite thing about that was there was an actress who was mom and she would mom. yell at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you are the cousins. Like You you are not the children. You're the cousins. Did you guys ever go to oh, this? Yes, I did when I was is little. Is it still around? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, is yeah. it the same deal? I had, didn't same go deal. last time. Uh, the, the, you walk in, the bar is themed after dad's study. 
So you can just oh. sit and have a drink in, <laughs> in dad's study That's in so the bar. Cool. No one is mean to you there. It's because it's dad's study. So his uh, dad is drunk. But then when you sit down, like you know, uh, uh, they come out. Mom comes out and gets you. And, and you eat like the, meatloaf. And, and you shit. eat meatloaf. Yes. and Fried chicken. And it's not awful. I never went. I didn't want to. Some do people this. love it. Like that's their go-to. They're like, well, we gotta eat there. I mean, all I wanted, I realize now, was for like a character to talk to me. That's why, like, yeah. I really dug that Knott's Berry Farm thing where you would talk to the fucking prisoner in the, in, yeah. In oh, the jail. Yeah, yeah. I was, I would run there and I'd spend like forty-five minutes there when I was a kid because I just wanted a fictional person to t- acknowledge me. <laughs> yeah. This make, is so weird. Were you like disappointed by movies always because they don't talk back to you? I guess so. I don't know. I just wanted to be part of the narrative in some way. I want to be part of the story. Yeah. And another thing I remember um, was that one time we went to a, a a dinner show in Orlando called the Hoopty Doo Review. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Did you guys ever do that? I did not. I think it. I've been. I'm Let's pretty sure that. I've been, but I was young and I don't really remember any of it. They would sing this song called... I remember going hoop dee doo, hoop dee doo, and they danced around, and then you ate chicken, and it was a whole theme show where the characters also had like a relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, that, man. that is in the record books as like one of the longest continuous running theatrical presentations. That's amazing. Because it's been going since, I think, whenever they opened the campground, which it was in the 70s. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's at the, there's a theater and restaurant at the Disney campground where mm-hmm. all that happens. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Hmm. Uh, do, you, do you actually camp there? Is that like you can? Yeah, there? you can. Uh, yeah, you can RV camp or I think there's cabins and stuff. This is the yeah. kind of thing that these specials would show you. They would like write in a scene where the Mouseketeers are camping, or like they have to. Or all the like TGIF sitcoms that had to go to Disney World. They had to like. It's all scenes like made to feature uh, uh you know features of the uh, of the resort yeah. right sort of tortured narratives that take you like to camping and space and this new england place and that's um, awesome yeah i don't I, why did i the, the the thing with these specials i like i don't know why they're like just pure ads they're me, they're hours yes. long ads pure propaganda that i loved more than, than <laughs> movies it than was all like, possible places you could go to yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, maybe yeah. similarly. Yeah it's, like, yeah, it's like shopping for an experience. Yes, uh, yeah, so yeah, like that's if true. You watch enough of these specials, you know if you do get to go there, what you'll prioritize and what you won't need to see. Sure, yeah, sure. There's if the Musketeers like, got in a fight, it's not a place I want to go. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> if they had a good time. There's a period. I'm sure they made so many of them. There's even besides the Disney produced ones, the Travel Channel for had a period of time where they had so many behind the scenes <sighs> at Disney World stuff and very slick Travel Channel, Travel Channel, Food Network kind of like in and out in 40 minutes, well, like right. very highly stylized and produced. This like. the sickest thing I think that's in this vein is that on uh, on the TVs in the hotels. They just play a continuous loop of what we're talking about. Specials yes. that show the park. The information. And oh, we all just... have, yeah, and we all have, I think everybody has collectively the same like fascination of going back to the hotel after being out for 12, 14 hours in yes. the parks and just watching these channels. This is a specific memory I have. I was going to bring this up, is that my parents are at Pleasure Island and I'm with my little brother in a hotel room watching the commercial for Pleasure Island loop on like a 15 minute yeah. loop yes because we just like we think there's this one guy who's a country line dancer who looks so stupid 
that we yeah. kept waiting for him to come back through and see him again and then laugh at him. I so, think we could find this guy. Oh, oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's pretty limited materials that I'd they reuse over and 92. over. I'd say Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll try to find we'll it. Find we'll be guy. tweeting at you with the line. Is this him? Is this yeah, him? I definitely... I definitely he has a, he's just one guy and he's like his leg is going in all different directions and he's like squatting and we thought he was so funny we we found multiple I mean there's tons of theme park stuff on YouTube but the in room information loops are on YouTube that's awesome and I've like actively avoided going down that rabbit hole because that's that'll just be days gone oh, like that why? was like my brother and I that was like our thing was like yeah. locating the worst the funniest part of every one of those mm-hmm. there's still like I remember. We had to live at the Desert Inn for like a week in Vegas before it closed because Mel Torme was performing. And uh, (laughs) and there was a video where Suzanne Somers learned gambling through the spirit of gambling taught it to her. And there's a part where she sang a little song about Desert Inn and how it's fun. And we would wait for that part because we thought it was so funny. Oh my God. That is the most up my... I love like... There, there's something, I was looking into this for... Talking about the American Adventure that there is a... There was a thing at Independence Hall where like in, in Philadelphia where like spirits come back and revisit the areas. Like, or there, I went to... A, I went on a factory tour in Texas of an ice cream uh, factory where like the founder of the company's ghost came back to see the... <laughs> so the spirit of gambling and... That's yeah. summer, Nothing could be more up my alley than this. It, you should I'll find, to find, find it. It's like from the it, the desert, and I think went away like six months later. Hmm. So, but it was still it was like one of the oldest. It, like people still had to wear like uh, like formal wear in the casino, like oh cocktail right. attire, which is not anywhere anymore. Vegas is very short heavy at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, uh, no, there were no rascals. <laughs> reminding me, uh, uh, I may I may have talked about this on the podcast. Coming back from like visiting my family at Christmas, just this past Christmas. I I had got stuck in Vegas overnight because like the plane missed its connection, and so they put us up in like a no name hotel off of the strip, and it was fine. But I was just like so tired, and I just came into the room and I turned on the TV, and before I could even look at what the channels like, try and find a channel to watch, the Vegas information channel was on, and I'm like, well, don't need to change the channel, <laughs> like, and I just like watched that until I fell asleep, and oh, it's stuff man. where it's like we're here with the head of the uh, Vegas. Uh, uh, Margaritaville, Las Vegas, and I'm just like looking at. <laughs> I'm <Scott>. listening. <laughs> and he, yeah, Mike's listening, and he's like, "If you come here, my picks got to be either the cheeseburger in paradise or the volcano nachos." And I'm just alone in this hotel room, going like, "Yeah, no shit, you get the cheeseburger paradise or the volcano nachos, you fucking idiot. Don't act like it's like a hidden thing. They're the first things on the menu." Tell us something we don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I we were uh, Aaron and my wife and I were in Vegas in a couple weeks ago in January, and we had been there in July as well. And we like we were in this. We were disappointed that the MGM uh, that the M Resorts video had not been turned over yet. Oh man! Because we were there within a six month window. Like, is it a new video? Ah, damn it! Mm -hmm. Ah, It's the fuck. It's the Mandalay Bay Dolphins again. We've seen it. (laughs) Did Uh. you see Chris Angel? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Okay, yes. good. Uh, uh, you know that's closing. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we gotta get out there. It's that's the best bad. worst show on the planet. Um, yeah, have, yeah. I did. I did. Chris Angel. I saw the uh, the laser rave. The the uh, uh, the glowing hula hoop celebration of life. <laughs> After um, he uses magic to cure pediatric cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, oh, it's nuts. Uh, it's Whoa. Something. Get out there uh, if you're listening. I. You know, I have not been disappointed by either i i yeah i did i did chris angel and i i i we talked about it on another one i did david copperfield you oh, know about yeah. the david copperfield i've been hearing about it from jason woolner a lot yeah he's gone like four or five times he saw it 
we're having him on the show soon. He saw it twice in one night. He saw the seven oh and the nine thirty. He's and he's, he's for not real. wrong. He's more for real about this shit than anyone I've ever met. Man, wow. boy, well he's coming up. If he tells I'm me I gotta to... see something, uh, he told me to see Chris Angel the next morning. I got in my car and drove to Vegas by myself. And saw it. <laughs> yeah. and see, you what? You literally great. just went. So yeah. The next oh my god. We were at the Magic Castle, and he like explained the whole thing to me. It's without spoiling, and he's yeah. like, "You need to see it immediately." That's wow. the thing. I know. I keep it's. Uh, this is like nothing for the listener to say. See the David Copperfield show, but I can't. Like, you can't spoil it. I can't spoil it. But like, I heard, I heard about the last act. Does he, he told me. Oh, okay. I can't. Oh, it's but just, you can't this say. Turn. Like, I'd be so sad if I knew. But is he doing it or is he done? Has he been ousted? Copperfield. Uh, there's I mean, some, there's an way, article about him. You got to mm. get there now. Just yeah. If you're listening to this, if you're anywhere near Las Vegas, just go. I can't. To, oh, this last half hour of this Copperfield show, you you have to do it. You you really really have to do it. Uh, I wish but, I could say more, but I'd be so sad. If does he cure sports. any kind of childhood cancer? <laughs> the way Chris Angel cures pediatric cancer, by the way, is by bringing out one of his sexy assistants oh, no. dressed like a kid with cancer in a oh, wheelchair. No. Remember oh, in a bathrobe no. with a like a cap on, like a no hair oh, cap. No. Did this not happen? Or was I just like, was I too drunk to know what was going and on? And then he floats point? her in the air and makes her vanish. I, what? This must have been what happened. <laughs> so she just still. dies. Well, yeah. Well, so he cured it by killing a kid? Yeah, it just made her go away. Oh, okay. He put all of the cancer into one kid, made that ah, kid go away, okay. and other kids were Well, free. that kid sacrificed for the greater good. Yeah, yeah. There's also a lot of stuff about, like, where, with, where like, a saucy lady comes out, and she's got uh, blue paint smeared all over her mouth because she uh, she uh, blew one of the no. blue men group. No! <laughs> that is a recurring... Uh, a recurring what? bit? Yeah, yeah, sex Oh, with wait, the blue this is men. in Chris Angel? This is in Chris Angel. That yeah, wasn't, that's, that's that wasn't part body. of the show when I saw it. That's a new gag. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, the magicians, they keep it up. Oh, they, uh, they, they, they got to keep the reinventing show. themselves. That's pretty There's body. so much. Someday we'll get to the topic. Maybe we won't. Maybe this will be the first one where we don't cover the ride. And I'm fine with that. I want to talk about it because I watched the YouTube video. I do. Yeah, I, we'll I, talk about wait, it. Wait, here, before oh. we, we... Is it... A, I, I feel like I saw a video also where your dad, like, inaugurated Toontown. Yes, I was there for that. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, yes, he inaugurated Toontown. They had jello jigglers shaped like the genie that were blue. And <laughs> for a just popular. everyone that was in the VIP area, or did everyone who was there get the Jello jigglers? I don't know. I mean, it, they were just out. Like yeah. they were just out. Was a table somewhere? Street Jello jigglers. And then um, I jumped. I was jumping in the bounce house, even though I was like a little bit too old for it. And I looked out the window, and Ma'am Bialik was watching me, and just sort of like not Ooh. interested. <laughs> she was like, oh. like Being a scorn. showy grown Like yeah. I'm not into kids stuff. No, she was just sort of like, you shouldn't. I don't know. I just felt like she was you judging felt, me. Yeah, judge. But the thing she's the most known for is bouncing around. And that so maybe she was opening. jealous. Maybe I was taking out the bounce house. Is there still a bounce house at they, Toontown? This, this is the whole thing. They, 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 all the fun of Toontown is gone. The bounce house is not a bounce house. The ball pit, the Chippendale ball pit is not a... Uh, not a ball pit, and they took the slide out of Chippendale. So, and there was like a, a, a little park where it was all inflatable yeah. bushes, and that it was all, all a liability, I think. Yeah, like, like lawyers, I think, yeah. came in. You and could just... break your neck pretty easy in a bounce house, I think. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And Disney didn't want to. Uh, I th- well, b- well, bounce houses are such kind of like weird low rent uh, kind of like it's a like bounce house rental seems to be a lawless land yes. so like uh, uh, yeah Disney probably didn't want to no yeah kids colliding heads colliding so when you were at Toont so did did 
your feelings on being at these events change as you got older? Like, did you kind of the scope of actually what was happening and that you were the envy of every child across the land? Was that it? It was like a thing I never talked about with anyone. Right. Mm -hmm. But I just, it was really weird because it was like a pocket of time where we went, it happened every summer and then I never went back. Like, uh, just as soon as like my dad wasn't working with Disney anymore, we just never went. Right. I never went to Disneyland again. Uh, until I was like an adult, and the, oh. and then I only went to Disney World one more time, which was like in two thousand and nine. Okay. Hmm. Um, the last time I'd been there, I was like twelve. Right. Um, so I did get to see like the Animal Kingdom ah. for the first time, which was fucking great, and mm-hmm. I got to see all the ruined rides that I loved, like Figment was destroyed. Oh <laughs> yeah. And I got to see the Three Caballeros and the Mexico ride mm-hmm. and all the things. I was like, what did you do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they've, but you still, you still got Maelstrom. You got regular Maelstrom. Yeah, I did like Maelstrom a lot. Yeah. And also, when I was there in 2009, it was a weird window where like, um, the I don't know if this is still true, but like a, a five-day pass or a six-day pass was only a little bit more than like a one-day pass. So they, the, they still do sort of that. Like okay. where it's like yeah, if you just add days on, it's like $20 a lot more. more. In Florida yeah. than, than here. But there was just like, it was just really easy to get on rides because people were at the parks, but just like sitting on benches. And then you couldn't get any food anywhere because <laughs> all the restaurants had been booked up for months. Oh, gotcha. So it was, it was interesting. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is like... This is a this is a failure. Of, uh, <laughs> weird, weird legwork uh, that you have to do in Florida uh, to like, uh, like to eat food. decent food. Yeah. Besides like counter service stuff, like yeah, the reservations. If a place is very popular, it will like fill up months in advance. Mm-hmm. When I was in Epcot, the only place I could eat was uh, Morocco because people were scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like people like my dad are like, eh, yes. what do they serve a boiled rat tail? Uh, <laughs> Terrorism. It's weird, and it's but it's so beautiful. It's like it's the most beautiful great pavilion restaurant, yeah, and with great stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I finally did. Yeah, I think one of the last times I was there, I did Morocco. Yeah, that's that's a legit uh, restaurant. Yeah. Well, here we're winding. Are we finally wound our way? We did get to, to the World Showcase. Showcase. Yeah, yes, and the thing so. that had not changed, it barely changed, when I went back to Epcot was American. The American, mm-hmm. American, the American adventure. adventure. I will say, like Benjamin Franklin. Um, yeah, well, and it's uh, this is a this is an opening day Epcot attraction that has not really changed. There's been little enhancements, and actually, just this week as we record this, they have done some uh, some uh, uh, enhancement. There's a, I think they changed the projector. I think they added yes, a new projector, yeah, a new projector, pretty good to the Golden Dreams montage. Re- at the a end. new recording of the song "Golden Dreams." People have been waiting uh, for us to some. address these updates, and here we are I, in the moment. I America, believe. spread your golden wings. Yeah, spread your mm-hmm. golden wings. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, a song, song opening day. They had two people sing in person, like a duo sing together. Very weird. To oh, did that. Alan, Alan in, in person? Eighty-two F got over. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. Um, okay, so uh, well, the, the the yeah, the primer on this, it's all the way at the back of Epcot Center, uh, the the furthest point from the entry. It is uh, uh, World Showcases the area with all of the uh, the the pavilions representing nations of the world, and at the center of it is this colonial mm-hmm. American uh, uh, house, and uh, you watch a a twenty five minute show that is uh, combines film and audio animatronics into a uh, into a, a, an American spectacular event. Yes, and it's it's very much like it looks like you would go to. It looks like some place you would go. 
if it was not in Disney, like where you would have been on a field trip. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. like it's a colonial type house. The only difference is you can get uh, an alcoholic dreamsicle drink in front, <laughs> which I did about four months ago. That uh, is a very American statement. Amazing. Yes, so I drank that uh, in front of the <laughs> colonial, waiting really? for the show to begin because you cannot bring it inside because they're worried you'll ruin the you'll old. Throw it. You'll theater. whip it at Chief Joseph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had your time. Keep your mouth shut. Uh, um, so, uh, real quick, I want to talk about the American Adventure that was not built. Ooh. I just oh, yeah, found yeah. this out yesterday, uh, uh, learning, uh, researching this. Uh, there was initially a plan that the American Adventure was going to be like the bridge attraction between Future World and World Showcase. It was going to be a circular building on stilts. So you would have to you would have to literally walk under America to get to the rest of the world. <laughs> uh, this this was not built. Uh, another thing that got taken away uh, there. Of course, the hosts of this attraction, uh, Ben Franklin and Mark Twain. There was originally a third host, Will Rogers, oh. a cowboy comedian who does show up in the ride, was going to join them. Oh, and, man. Uh, oh, man. That would have been exactly so annoying. The same caliber <laughs> yeah. of uh, American, I feel like, as Ben Franklin or Mark Twain. Would he spin the lariat the whole time? I have to imagine he would have had that. <laughs> He'd have so, to. That, I mean, that, that would be that's part of it, right? He can't do more than more tricks than that. Yeah. 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 Right. Just keep it going. Yeah. Because it's not a. Because he's not a man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's not he a can't, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He can't do real rope tricks. Uh, he's limited. Uh, um, yeah, and also doesn't Mark Twain fill the if if if, uh, if if Mark Twain and Benjamin Franklin are a straight man, funny man, isn't Mark Twain already the funny man? I know he'd have to be like straight man. Will Rogers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to it's keep a, it. Yeah, I'm tepid. glad they didn't. Yeah, they, go that was there. a good idea. I, I would, uh, if we're if we're using comedy lingo, I would call them peas in a pod, honestly. Because so I the feel two like of they're them both be, riffing a lot. But Ben Franklin was funny too. Yeah, that, all well, that's funny. what that's what the show like. The opening thing of them in the show is them like zinging. They're they're kind of trading. Uh, slow slogans, <laughs> slow zings, back and forth, very <laughs> slow moving zings. Uh, slow is kind of the the operative word with this thing in general. Yeah. Well, well, of all that, we talked about a couple topics, but we ended up on this. Do you have any specific uh, reasons or recollections uh, about well, the American Adventure? It was my favorite. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I loved going to it. I love. I loved animatronics, and I still yeah. do. Yeah. And I don't think they've gotten that much better, which is weird. Like, mm-hmm. have they really? Like a couple. I mean, the Rocket Raccoon animatronic, famously oh. at uh, California Adventure, is very good. I have not seen it yet. Uh, and then the Olaf on the mail, the repurposed Maelstrom, also yeah. moves and like is pretty impressive. But then yeah. Trump's fucking. Weird. But Trump's robot is not great. It's yeah. crazy. I thought the Yeti on the Everest ride at American at, uh, Animal Kingdom was really well. It's, that's busted. Yeah, it's busted. The one at Expedition Everest. Yeah. Yeah, it's broken. It what? hasn't worked in many it years. It's a whole controversy it now. It worked when I went. It, was, it swiped uh, down at you. Well, it was crazy. Yeah, that's happy a, for you, I swear. That's a rare thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So, I, yeah, I just think it's, uh, I, I mean, actually, I didn't, because I watched the YouTube video of it last night, and I didn't realize, like, it starts with, well, first of all, I just liked it. I, I liked all the history. <laughs> it made me feel, like, very smart. <laughs> Um, to, to go to it and like it, um, and uh, and uh, but I didn't realize till I watched it that like it starts with this very weird scene between 
uh, Twain and Ben Franklin. And then there's like seven minutes of just like songs and no animatronics. Pushing yeah. into paintings. It just pushing basically. into paintings and telling you about like a bunch of like the, the pilgrims getting cold and stuff. And then they died. Sorry. <laughs> Section. There is a very unique logic to some of the ride where it's like anything in American history before the invention of the photograph uh, is paintings and drawings. And then during, once you get to the point that photography is invented, like there's the Civil War sequence, the two brothers sequence, which we'll get to. uh, That's all photographs. And then eventually you get to silent films and then more film stuff starts to show up. Right. But they do do animatronics of like those two guys talking mad shit on Washington. Yes. yes. Which I think uh, is the best one because the horse, the way the horse moves is really, uh-huh. it's like yeah. sort of like he's silently sitting on that mountain and they're like, ah, oh, if okay. we don't starve, <laughs> cursed Washington, <laughs> ah, we've got dysentery. They're just like yelling. Congress sits in their warm houses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man, the, so good. The uh, 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 just my wh- where I'm coming from with the, this attraction. Uh, uh, was, so uh, when I was a kid, uh, I was a big. I was really into history as as well as a kid. I was really into the presidents specifically. For some reason, I really revered presidents. And there was a there's a story my mom told me where I just like I don't know if I. I, I just vaguely heard someone criticizing the president, President George Bush <laughs> Sr., of just of some vague criticism, and I came home upset, maybe crying upset. Wow. The idea that somebody would be critical of our president. He's were our your president. Were like, conservative, or where'd you get this from? Uh, they they were not. They are today. Big old <laughs> Trump heads, and this this would be the one my mom would listen to if she listens to us. So, hey, mom, do your thing. Uh, uh, what do? But the... Uh, um, uh, no, but they they weren't really. I think I just uh, um, my mom. Uh, you respected the office. I think yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> you gotta respect the office. <laughs> yeah, I really did. And I and I remember there was a poll of like when he ran against Clinton. There was a poll of like who the classroom wants to be. Yes, president. I, remember, I did and this Clinton too. Clinton won in the class, and I was upset about that. I was like, we have to support our president. Like the idea <laughs> that the president could be challenged upset me for some reason oh man were you, you think your parents were like oh scott's such a nerd oh yeah, yeah. well here's how it broke down my mom w- with all this was like i raised the perfect child i raised like exactly the kid i imagined i would have and here he is and he's perfect and wonderful my dad was kind of like uh hey we gotta uh, we gotta fix scott we gotta uh, <laughs> nudge him over because i was also like a around the point where she also mission accomplished on history then she got me really into broadway and i remember mm-hmm. when i by the time i was really deep into a thing called forbidden broadway oh god yes <laughs> you know, yes it's been a whole thing because <laughs> you know how they are showing spamilton and in oh, their signs uh-huh. for spamilton that's a forbidden broadway hamilton oh. and hmm. my boyfriend was gonna take yeah so explain forbidden broadway forbidden broadway is like a parody of Broadway shows. Yeah, it it's was like a, a review, review that ran for a long time where that would be like the greatest hits of whatever's uh, uh, the, the big shows at the moment, whether it's Evita or Phantom of the Opera, Cats or whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, just sort of a, you know, a, a capital steps sort of like uh, yeah. a parody, a satire. But satire, like making fun of like specific issues people have with like the leading man's 
uh overacting like it'll oh, be like yeah. it's like very in inside baseball of yes. people even who like work on broadway they had a song i remembered that was making fun of it was a song from guys and dolls making fun of marlon brando's mumbly singing voice in the guys and dolls movie okay. that's the level oh, so that was like you were doing like so i was like i was into forbidden broadway volume two which was making fun of how like how hammy george hearn was in the la caja fall musical okay sure so it was just really like oh like bernadette peters in the revival of anything goes it's exa- oh there was a song about to the tune of anything goes i don't remember the statement it of it patty, patty lapone oh <laughs> Wow! Ugh. Oh, I can't believe we both know the Patty Lapone <laughs> parody. What was the stance on Patty Lapone? Do we um, have any idea? Was she? You know, was she? Was it a tribute? Do they like Patty Lapone? In olden days, the show because <laughs> Merman would keep them rocking, but now they phone. Patty Lapone. <laughs> wow. Okay, I must have had that. So wait, was Patty Lapone oh, in the seventies wow. or eighties version? Oh, of Mike goes? is completely curled back against the. I couch. don't know what to make of this. <laughs> I'm. Cr- um, my wife currently is listening to this and cringing on both of our behalf. Oh, She's yeah. like gnarled up uh, hearing all of this. Uh, well, uh, my boyfriend this... was, couldn't take his his daughter had already seen Hamilton with her mom, and he was like, "Should I take her to Spamilton?" And I I had a sneaking suspicion, so I found Spamilton <laughs> on on a. On Spotify, and it's like raps about the theater that did Hamilton. Oh and my like, god! And like jokes about the theater itself, about the production of Hamilton on Broadway. Uh-huh. Like I can't imagine an LA audience even understanding what any about of it is the about Neiden, the Niedenheimers or whatever <laughs> it's called. It's just or, about like or like you like know. yo, they need better bathroom flow. <laughs> it's just about like, and it's like all about Lin Manuel Miranda and like his perception of himself in the community of mm. Broadway. It was like so crazy and i was like you i was like i wish i hadn't played this for you i wish you, you saved, just gone to and it is it a full <laughs> length child yeah it's a full this. show wow it's a full show and it's all just parodies of broadway it's like just the business of broadway did it, yeah did it just oh keep God. going or did it stop at a certain point is there still well this, broadway? Yeah, I mean, this is yeah, spamilton oh That's, now it's spamilton okay. yeah but so they, they probably oh. had a field day with sutton foster and wicked oh yeah i mean look it up stuff. when That's i uh with. when i was in college uh, they did Forbidden Hollywood. It, um, yeah, I knew Forbidden Hollywood. That, that's wow. what the Guys and Dolls thing was from. They yeah. did. Uh, they had a song that was like, it was like, uh, it was a song about like Disney taking over the world. There was one that was like Cameron Diaz and like two other people, and they were just like, it was like, it was a parody of You Ought to Be in Pictures, but it was like, you, we shouldn't be in pictures. Oh yeah, it was Juliet Lewis. <laughs> They were making fun of Juliette oh, Lewis being like a wow, flat, valley girl kind of actress. Uh, okay, this is before wild. we keep delving. Okay, into you're these into Broadway. Things, you're into Broadway. The point is, Forbidden Broadway was the point of no return for my dad, where he took my. I always suspected that this event happened, and I confirmed it several years ago. I said, "Did was there a point where you took my mom aside and said no more of this shit?" And it did happen. Wow. He was like, "I have to get my son back in shape." <laughs> Which I think started with, you know, kind of like, you know, it wasn't like giving me a beer, but it was like buying me Mad Magazine. Huh. And I, he did uh, course correct because he was boy, trying to get you because you couldn't talk to anyone about any of this stuff. Oh, yeah. Imagine me in like an elementary school. I have a really specific elementary school memory of um, 
meeting somebody who also liked The Simpsons. And uh, like, oh my God, a fellow Simpsons fan, well, you must love when they make fun of the mediocre presidents. There's the song about how William Henry Harrison died in 30 days. And this kid stares at me and is like, Homer's funny. <laughs> like, that was the level. That was as close as I could come to relating to another kid. So, uh, yeah, I, I got, I'll always be thankful to my dad for... Um, Steering me, not that is this correct where I'm at now? I don't know. He just tried to create a baseline of like right. s- yeah. sanity. He's like, it's look, it's going to be bad no matter what. Let's just kind <laughs> of get it into a like yeah. vaguely the playing field of regular humanity. This is a full nother podcast, but I wonder if the three of us were more influenced by what our moms liked because I have a similar thing where like I was like way into the monkeys and I was Mm -hmm. way into like 60s pop and it's like because my mom forced me to hear and obviously I like I like all that stuff now and it's really good but I do wonder if maybe that is a a commonality maybe is this podcast mama's boys that (laughs) might be what I'm getting at Uh, Jason what do you think theme park spinoff both my parents like theme parks and mystery novels and that's all I like all right oh they're Uh, a match made in heaven yeah Yeah. Uh, well no they got divorced a number of years ago Uh, (laughs) but for for a while they were um yeah, I don't know. My parents were very encouraging of my pursuits, probably because like <laughs> I was very a nervous child. <laughs> uh, so I Just think any time they're can. like, "Oh, good, a thing where he goes off with other kids." That said, your your Simpson story does remind me of when I would talk to other kids about theme park, like like be like, yeah. "Oh, you went to Disney World? How about Alien Encounters?" You're like, "This thing? What about the pre-show?" Um, yeah, kids would be like. Yeah, it was good. I was scared. Or it was just, I was like, I got, I got saved my, did you save your mm-hmm. maps? Like, I'm like, hey, did you, you know that at the Magic Kingdom in Florida, the ship is yeah. called the Joe Fowler, not the Mark Twain. It's oh, an that? Imagineer. Who, yeah, and yeah. in 20 years time, I'll be piloting it as I yeah. turn 30. <laughs> it's a miracle. Look, there's a lot of miracles. It's a miracle that we, anyone will talk to any of us. It's a miracle uh-huh. we met each yeah. other. Sure. Like, imagine back then the hopelessness of like. There was no Reddit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. that's why I was big on theme park internet when it opened up, like, in middle school. I'm on all of these, like, deep uh, uh, message boards and everything. Uh, that replaced <laughs> friends. <laughs> I mean, we would get Disney Adventure at the house. Like, we had a subscription to that. We had a subscription to Disney Magazine. The Vacation Club had its own magazine. So it was all... Yeah. It was everywhere. <laughs> Setting you on a course. Um. So uh, So you were really into presidents This all being said, Broadway. yeah, yeah. So that's... that's uh, uh, okay, where was all that I think that there's a story coming up about oh, when you went to So, Orlando. yeah, with all this, I'm this kid. I'm this this deep, uh, this forbidden Broadway kid. And then knowing that there is... I remember on the plane reading the Burn Bombs Guide to Disney World, and it's a show where 35 audio animatronics come to life, and Benjamin Franklin mm-hmm. and Mark Twain... Benjamin Franklin climbs upstairs. I'm so <laughs> thrilled for this. And, like... All the whole day is a build-up to it, and we took the boat across the lagoon, and there it is. It's getting getting bigger and bigger in view, and then getting off the boat to the sign that the American Adventure is being refurbished. And it was oh. the the deepest despair <laughs> that I have ever... I'm sure if there was video of it, it is like a temper tantrum to end all temper tantrums. Like, worse than... A, a, a level of crying that is worse than any like breakup I've had. Just like the <laughs> deepest, deepest. And my, I talked to my mom about this last night, and she was like, "I really, I didn't know what to do. It was a challenge as a parent in that moment to figure out how to calm you down." I believe that she ended up saying, "Well, look, the rotunda is open. You can still see the Voices of Liberty a cappella group." Oof. And I think that did give me the uh, uh, the boost of uh, colonial energy how, that I needed. How but, old were you again? 
Uh, I, I would say like seven. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. okay. But in yeah. all of the, that, like kids look forward to going to, to Disney World, like that it's that it's roller coasters or it's Mutant Mickey Mouse. I want to see Benjamin Franklin climb hmm. those stairs and I don't get to and I weep. That's What's going crazy. on? Um, oh I, man it's great though yeah it's great i mean i will admit i was not nerdy for this when i was that age though mm-hmm. i was I much more that. i think yeah i like I this stuff i knew it was yeah. insane yeah but i, I was loved i just I, I i like thought it was very like educational mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah. and they should there's that other perspective as you said with chief joseph it's not a yeah. uh it's yeah. not a totally uh frederick yeah. douglas uh-huh it's, it's one of the rare disney things that doesn't just go be like america was great wasn't it I know. and it's it, like it no. anti-song of the south in a little it bit yeah <laughs> some complications uh, i show sure. some i mean it's, look some. it could it's do a better fair. job it let's be honest yeah. it's not like it's some amazingly nuanced thing it's no. just but still like you're like because i we saw it a couple months ago and i was like oh yeah yeah, okay. They're they're acknowledging that maybe America hasn't been the best country in the world for. There was like a a six year break. Like in two thousand six, my family went, and we didn't go back down until like twenty twelve. And I remember like we were at Epcot one day, and everyone we'd been there for a while. Everyone was kind of tired, and I was like, oh, you know what? We haven't done the American Adventure, and like half of the half of us were like, oh, I don't need to. And then me and my dad were like, oh, we'll go watch it. And I went and watched it, and I was like, I forgot this i forgot all of it and then like <laughs> later we all met up for dinner and i'm like do you the american event and i was explaining it and and we were leaving the next day so the everyone else was just like oh my god what then why didn't you why didn't anyone remember this so then we went back uh-huh. like two years later everyone made sure to watch it this time it's, like it is yeah it's something it's nuts yeah well, let me say then the other side of it for me because as much as i loved it as a kid uh, today I like made a real point when I went to Disney World the first time with Aaron, my wife, uh, made a real point of like, oh, we got to see this. It's this, you know, uh, the 35 animatronics mm-hmm. and they all, and she is like from minute three, like, oh, <laughs> like she, and like, and in the last couple of days when I've been talking about it and putting on videos of it and everything, same thing, just like, come on, God. And then I, like, she landed on that, we landed on that part you were talking about where it just pushes in on paintings for a while. And I was justifying it like, well, you know, this is pre-Ken Burns, so push in on a painting is not, <laughs> oh, God. She's been so frustrated hearing about, and, and quote Aaron this morning, I will, I will only listen to this episode because of the guest. Uh, she was excited Aww. to hear you. Uh, uh, yeah, thank Thanks for the chat. Glad you're. Hope you're still with us, uh, or, or we're divorced now because of all that forbidden Broadway material. Uh, but anyway, so I would like to present the point of view, and I I don't. Uh, I'm not trying to just make up for my dorky past. I think I am with her in that. Like this thing is pretty ponderous. Well, it's a little rough. Oh, it's, it's just people boring. talking about stuff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> certainly. It yeah. is the average theme park person or theme park goer, I should say, is bored by it. And I think it it starts in the lobby. So when we were there a couple months ago, the big lobby has like paintings and there's exhibits and interesting stuff and 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 talking about American history. Almost everyone in there could care less. There is one man though, and I don't know if he's there all the time that works there that cares so much about American history and everything that is in there. And he tries his very best to shout over just like people talking, like people in the lobby just talk. And he's trying to tell them about things and no one's paying any attention to him. And he 
and and on the even on the way out he comes around to the exit and there's flags and different things show uh, just various pieces artifacts and he is shouting over all these people that could be could care less about what the significance of each of these things are Mm -hmm. and it's crazy to watch because he cares he works there who knows what his politics are does he like trump he might but i don't know but he cares so much about his job and working there and he probably takes very like pride in what he does and tourists ignore him day in day out and that is probably what happens on this ride all people go what is this thing oh people and they walk, sit yeah. there and they go what the oh god a video okay well i'll sit down for 25 minutes theme park theme park docent is what he is mm, yes that's not a job usually yeah, yeah because everything it's you're all you're essentially ultimately talking about fake history it's weird yeah. to be super versed, in, right? Because uh, like, what is he pointing out? What's in the rotunda? Is there are there historic like flags? There are, yes, there are flags and stuff. Some artifacts. Like, yes, yeah. but he like all the types of flags that America. Yeah, had. there's a lot of yeah state flags and past versions of the American flag and. Uh, but whoa. yeah, he knows. Like it seems like he knows everything, and no one gives a shit. <laughs> No one cares. Keep it up, man. It's a Sisyphian Sisyphian ordeal. Yeah. Uh, And uh, hey, we're with you. But I'm going... Similar to uh, Hall of Presidents, where it's like, it's a good place for dad to take a nap in a dark air-conditioned place. Yes. Yeah. At worst case. Yeah, nothing's going to like... Maybe maybe when the muskets get fired, he'll wake up. But if not, he can probably just nap through it. (laughs) And it'll be okay. And because he just had that dreamsicle alcoholic drink. Yeah. So he's, he's nice and loose i remember uh, a few years ago starting what i will admittedly call a very annoying bit based on this ride where just like in the middle of conversation or lulls of conversation just uh started sing- well i guess we should explain first the two brothers sequence oh Can yeah we talk about this the two is a great sequence i knew this song in my heart uh, when i heard it again yeah uh so this is it's it's the video portion of it is in Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln in Disneyland. Oh, it too, is? But not mm-hmm. the animatronics. The animatronic is great. So, um, what a, what a, I guess... We're the, at the Civil War. Yeah, so there's a Civil War sequence, uh, uh, start of photography. So here's when photos start showing up in the ride. A family is sitting for a photograph, and the one brother is uh, anti-slavery, and one is very much pro-slavery. Yeah. And and they're like, stop fighting, you're going to ruin Mon's birthday. And she's like, nothing could ruin my birthday. Yeah. I've got both my sons here. Yeah, really <laughs> foreshadowing what's going to happen 45 seconds later. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, also, I'd like to point out the part where, like, you know, they're, they're trying to be civil, but then, like, one of them <laughs> snips of the other. You would say that, Johnny Reb. Yeah. <laughs> this is... When I was trying to like get back on the side of this ride you, or this attraction, you end up with things like that. And I'm like, I don't. Uh, this is this is a struggle. This I, thing. I wonder a lot watching it if we would accept these words from humans. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are we just impressed because they're robots? We're yes. like we're allowing yeah. them to not be good at acting. It's, yeah. it's yes. It's every every segment in this is the ham fistedest version of this story and this is like it's all these still photographs from the civil war the one brothers for the north the ones for the south and you see him in the photo at the beginning of the montage and then at the end one of them is dead and there is a song about like two brothers gone to war so that was the thing i would just do to annoy my family is oh, in the middle boy. of conversation just start going, yeah you're a terrible person for doing that 
<laughs> you did sing that exactly like they sing it in the. It's it, a really it's a warbly, real yeah. scream, warbly. Like, in in great moments with Mr. Lincoln, it is the low point <laughs> of the whole yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it weird that you're watching it in Disneyland and it's a photo of robots? You were only in Disney World. That's it's kind yeah. of a bizarre yeah. little. They're not based on an actual photo. I think it's a real. I think it must be real actors, but the actors look exactly like the robots. Oof. Right. Um, yeah. there's, there's a lot of strange levels there. And Mr. Brady. T- oh, wait, I wrote down the letter. A cannonball. Don't pay, pay no, no mind. mind. <laughs> you're gentle, or if you're kind. <laughs> it's just so. The, the, oh, what the a seriousness. beautiful morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, Aaron. And, um, and before this, I guess this is also very odd. Fred, like, Frederick Douglass on that raft. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's talking about how much he thinks Uncle Tom's Cabin is going to turn it all around. Yes. Yeah, a <laughs> book that, he did not write. Yeah, he just he likes it. And then it goes right to those brothers, and one of them is like, Douglas is the kind of guy that got us into this. <laughs> yeah. That's the first line of uh-huh. that to like transition. It's like, whoa, buddy. Uh, also, my association having... with Frederick Douglass is as an orator or an author, not a guy cruising a raft through the <laughs> bay. <laughs> yeah, that is very strange. It, it is impressive they got this raft to move sideways, because that's, that's a thing I learned about this ride everything is underneath like the stage cool. is only like eight feet deep mm-hmm. and everything else rises up or slides in from the side yeah this is a question i had about how it's all put together like where are all those robots because there's a ton of giant yeah. sets not just the robots but they're also here's theodore roosevelt on a big cliff but the world's fair is really crazy there's oh like yeah four oh yeah four big gazebos and yeah. this is what the the schematics look like Ooh. uh and the, the blue is like all of the set pieces rise up from the so ground under your seats in the theater this giant platform like as needed there's eight steps of this big platform and it scoots up and then the first performers come up the first mark twain benjamin franklin keeps moving some of the robots are on the side of the stage and they always stay where they are and just rise into position but this is like yeah the 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 mechanics and the rigs and the hydraulics on this thing are insane do you think that they as they were building this ever entertained the idea that this would replace acting (laughs) <laughs> maybe they were wor- they were probably worried ethically like is this yeah are we in the in the way that like you know we're putting uh, fred astaire in the vacuum commercial or whatever like yeah. is this where are we opening pandora's yeah. box will but, this be the end of entertainment as we know it or it was like a precursor to replacing like ford motor company employees with robots mm-hmm. so it was just like this is the early version of automation replacing humans oh well because everything's been mechanized for a long time but maybe people miss that human touch and the idea that there's a lot of people in a factory mm. so they're yeah. gonna have will rogers <laughs> duplicates making the car <laughs> lots many whoa many. that would the, be great the spirit of america like uh, robots working at mcdonald's but it's like will it's like ray Kroc. yeah it, all ray crocs at mcdonald's <laughs> or like ronald or grimace or something yeah mm, sorry, i mean that's mcdonald's employees but i think this is better <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, you're out. Animatronics everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. That's such a good idea that they should do. <laughs> I think I'm into it. Yeah, like, can we? You want to talk about specific uh, animatronics or sequences that we? Can we talk about the song? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Please. Uh, which which song? Uh, Golden Dreams. Golden Dreams. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, um, America. There's several types of wings mentioned. 
Wings of time, wings of change, and also golden wings. Except a lot of different wings in play in this song. Um, what What are your feelings on the song? I just I came in the time between I let like when I saw it as a child and saw it as an adult. They had added nine eleven. Uh, yes, yeah. uh-huh. that's where a lot of the changes have come. Well, the animatronics got changed out in ninety three. Still look pretty good, more mm-hmm. more lifelike, uh, and and then the song has been shortened and lengthened over the years, and the montage that goes along with the song has changed. Who's the most recent animatronic? Like, okay, so this show takes you all through American history. That two brothers thing is is the midpoint Civil War, and then who? Maybe it's uh, I, I want to say like. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt, FDR, or, and Will Rogers. Oh yeah, are the yeah, most they're recent the most ones. recent. And then past that point, it's all movies. And yeah. they, uh, Epcot, will every decade or so update the film at the end, yeah. set to the soaring song "Golden Dreams" with like new, inspiring Americans. The last one is the ladies fixing the ship. Oh, like uh, Rosie oh, the yeah. Riveter. Rosie, Rosie the, the Riveter, Riveter. Is the last mm. one on Christmas see. Day. Okay. And it goes straight from that to America, spread your golden wings, and, and to 9-11. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the, to the 40s or it, and then you're yeah. into 9-11? The golden dream starts with us winning World War II, and the rest is movie like 19 or 45 it's like war Michael ends in Jordan, 45 to present <laughs> covers yeah. 70 years and they just added three new people to the do you guys have that yeah, yeah. there's more uh, they, they the press release only listed three but we watched it and there are more the big ones that were mentioned were uh john williams Neil deGrasse Tyson yes. is in there. Yeah. But if you watch the whole thing, wait, I have the list. They, they took out yeah. Tiger Woods and Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Their legacies have been a little tarnished since uh, oh, last man. updated, uh, I believe. Louis, they took out Louis. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, Louis's gone. Kevin Spacey is gone. They're leaving Aziz for now. <laughs> the, see, the 13 uh, Reasons Why author is gone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neil LeBute is also no longer <laughs> in it. Uh, <laughs> um, well, yeah, why was James Toback ever in? Yeah, <laughs> no. Did he pay his way into this month. His robot is still on the ride, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The James yeah. Toback author tries to pitch you on a new movie. Yeah. Uh, in the passenger seat of his car, he, and he driving yeah. around Queens. He presses up against you in his giant pants on the way to dinner with Barry Levinson. <laughs> Did he really make Bugsy, Mr. Franklin? <laughs> There's an Alec Baldwin animatronic outside defending him. I also yeah. like, so it ends, though, after Golden Dreams, mm-hmm. it ends with, the, they're in the, the Statue of Liberty's torch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the two of them. Yes, the hands. Franklin and Twain. Franklin and Twain in the torch. And, and incredible. they present the idea that maybe the biggest problem with America is that it's had too much success. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this, this leisure and free time, no empire has ever gotten past this. And Twain's like, I think we'll be just fine. <laughs> Can you tell this was opened in 1982? Yeah. Can you tell this was a Reagan era of attraction? This is 20 years and past also, the futurists so we're like in the future everything will be automated so we're gonna have to come up with great new leisure activities because no one's gonna have to work and then by 82 it's already like can't have too much leisure must work for these good companies I imagine a box where comedians can type funny uh, jokes that they think of and observations and they'll be able to do that and not uh, beg senators to 
not kill them and uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> to save immigrants from being. Uh, it's going to stay real fun. Uh, yeah, well, there is a very oddly prescient exchange of dialogue, which is, well, Mr. Twain, what do you think of our America now, Twain? Our, well, our founding fathers never dreamed of an America like this. <laughs> that zone no, is... they did not. Uh, oh, no. Certainly did Fairly. not. Also, I want to point out the line... Uh, here's, boy, this, this one this one gets the loudest Aaron Ugg of all. Uh, I, I may have invented these bifocals I'm wearing, <laughs> but I can assure you they They're are not, not rose-colored. Rose <laughs> I cried because I didn't get to see this uh-huh. as a child. I couldn't watch the bifocals wisecrack. They were both masters of quips. I could uh, not get to it fast enough. Like, I loved it so much. And it it's was the my farthest favorite. point. It was the farthest point. All the way across the the many acres. Unless you enter from that other secret entrance. Or take the boat. Yeah, that's what I mean. My favorite attractions were always uh, American Adventure. Mm -hmm. Adventure Experience. Yeah, Adventure, yeah. Um, Figment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and pirates. Mm. So I think I just liked animatronics. Yeah, everyone, does. and those all have many, yeah. many animatronics. It's a lot many... of them with personality. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the pirates' faces are so. Mem- I think we've talked about that mm. before. The pirates' faces like suggest character, more character than most human faces because yeah. they're slightly cartoonish. Mm-hmm. And th- there's also like uh, look. We- I think animatronics really excel when it's like. Uh, weird grouchy men, which obviously, oh, yeah. which, which you know, uh, a dream finder is. Uh, he's a he's a beardo. Like the, character actor men, yeah. like that's what robots. The best robots are like guys who would them, typically. Is, yes, yeah, some some crusty oddball guy. And <laughs> this face isn't going to move that much. It's, he's not. He doesn't feel like exerting the effort. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now I say that where in my mind I think like the blockiness of a robot lends itself to. But oh, you know we're grizzled male animatronics. But like now I'm thinking about women. Do we think like like women like female animatronics are in my mind they're like uh, not as good. What am I arguing here hmm. exactly? Like I, maybe like uh, a lot of old men built these attractions and did not. <laughs> they knew uh, how to make old men better. We've got women chasing to kiss is, a. Chasing a pirate trying to kiss him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they're Susan pretty. Anthony. She's pretty good in She's this. She's pretty good. Uh, the yeah, women mm-hmm. fixing the ship are pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Flips up her hood, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that her looks welding cool. Mask. Oh, right, right. Yeah, She's yeah. She's cool. Yeah. Um, sure. Are there any, like, uh, are female animatronics attractive ever, or is does the mm. art form well, the make them weird? Yeah, you're right. The red yeah. is attractive. Jessica yeah. mm. Rabbit. Is there one of those? Oh, yeah, and the, the rabbit ride, right? I she think they were concerned about it making everyone too horny. So oh, yeah, I think you're right. It. I think you're right. <laughs> you get like a aerial animatronic in the mm-hmm. Little Mermaid ride. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once I got rid of that spinning good. hair, which was kind of weird. Like when it opened, the hair there was... was the hair design. was a whole controversy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The they, original, they fixed it up. Is it now is it um, Jennifer Tilly always in the globe? In the crystal ball? No, they never did that. There oh, was talk of them doing that. Because I think she's very sexy. The uh-huh, woman inside uh-huh. the, gl- mm-hmm. the crystal oh, ball. Oh, Madame Leota, yeah. But she's not a, she's, an, she's a hologram. Yeah. yeah. Well, Scott wants to just don't find the hottest animatronic. <laughs> He's just trying to figure out what the... That's an episode we'll build to. Yeah. Who's the hottest animatronic <laughs> in, the, in the Disney We'll run kingdom. out of topics and we'll have to get to like that. Like uh, a mag- an episode, an issue of Maxim. A, another... Podcast <laughs> another... ride for men. <laughs> uh, a line from the torch uh, that I, I do think is solid it, uh, the golden age was never the present age uh, oh, which yeah. is helpful yeah. to remember because I, I feel like we've 
heard or seen people exclaiming the golden age of podcasting or the golden age of comedy <laughs> right in the middle of it uh, where it's Not like real. that's the best oh, we're way in mm. we're in it right to now. declare things the golden <laughs> age when you have zero perspective on the <laughs> current moment <laughs> yeah declaring things to be the golden age and that they will last forever but this yeah. episode will be declared the golden age this oh yeah this is as good yeah yeah, yeah. this How is the golden age of a golden podcast age, ride yeah. Yeah, yeah it's only a slow decline from here <laughs> yeah. this is it spread your golden wings everybody <laughs> um i the oh well also well a couple other things to mention the uh the bizarre uh, handshake yes that's the other episodes that the climax. is that is the climax that is the grand finale that's the yeah. ball on indiana jones that's the dinosaur on the jurassic park ride that's the big finish it's mm-hmm. two robots shaking hands Franklin that's and it Twain sort of do you think they touch uh, no, I mean you know, they don't. I, I think they it's, can't. It's an illu- I think it. It's what an illusion it is! It's just two hands going yeah. like this. <laughs> you know, it was better in the video. I wonder if they've plussed it up recently or. If it, it looked good in the video. Yeah, yeah, you know, it wasn't too bad. We made fun of it at yeah. the time, but uh, uh, it's also with this. Then the song kind of refrains, and then they like whisper to each other. Oh yeah, that was so weird. It seems mm. like they're still having a conversation. Yeah, that we can't hear. It's like, like when what? news they're anchors robots. keep talking while the they're credits. They're not roll. real. Yeah, <laughs> what are they talking about? But that's secrets, like those guys? little touches, like the Trump robot rubbing his creepy fingers together. Oh, that's yeah. like like looking they're adding those human hand, things, I, and then like looking mad at himself for doing it. Yeah, yes. what, yeah, what is that? Yeah, that's how you, you take wanna, it. Do you want to go back in the torch and get the John Muir and Teddy Roosevelt animatronics <laughs> and we'll just see what happens, you know? Drink some scotch, Drink some, smoke some stogies. Smoke some stogies. You know, we have this place all night. <laughs> I, I was like watching that just so... Uh, that's such a weird choice to have them just ha- keep having a conversation. Yeah. Like, we know they're not humans. Uh-huh. But to have them I mean, just sort of be like, blah, blah, blah. Like, did they write fake Walla? Like, did someone write, like, what they would be saying? And then, pro- or they just mouth open, mouth closed. Is there logic probably, to the movement? If they imagine, the Imagineers are very nerdy, weird guys. So it, they probably do have something they're saying. So we could find out. They're mouthing, like, damn it darn you it's like it's yeah. like a pg-13 or portion. they're like complaining about the house like oh the house wasn't very full tonight or like uh, <laughs> did you hear no yeah. one clapped they, no one clapped at golden dreams they did the check drop too early <laughs> <laughs> or yeah good show old boy yeah <laughs> another good another one, one. Um, we do 12 24 a day see you on the next round sir <laughs> i also think the way the the gas station the men sitting on the gas station which is a long sequence because yeah. it's it's the stock market qu- crashes they the one guy sings brother can you spare the di- spare a dime and then pearl will harbor will and will rogers yeah so like they're they're listening to a lot. They spent a lot of years listening on the ra- the old radio <laughs> together. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny that it ties together. You think you're done with the gas station, and then yeah. Will Rogers finishes, and, and what we is go Will, back. Will Rogers' stuff is like it's it's all folksy. Like well, he's, he's complaining about how they're cutting the money up for the Navy. Mm-hmm. It's very specific oh, grievance yeah. he has. <laughs> he's like, we don't know how to fight a war till we get in one. Yeah. He's like, what was what do we know about Will Rogers exactly? Was he the uh, see the John Stewart of his time? It seems like people act uh, like yeah, like he was a real like uh, he would he was a topical commentator and he would uh, yeah he would be amusing and while he did it. 
I think it's homespun a, wisdom. Somebody's yeah. got to bring back the lasso. Trevor Noah. Yeah. Uh, you want a way to <laughs> stand out in the crowded political rant game? Mm-hmm. Get a lasso out. Yeah. Last week tonight starts back up tomorrow. What if Todd Oliver is just lassoing and never acknowledges? <laughs> well, the a, DACA bill is uh, controversial as ever. He was a member of this club in in L.A. called the Breakfast Club, which would meet on Wednesday mornings and eat breakfast together, and it was like a social club hmm. that was supposed to be, I guess, be um, in opposition to like Masons. Mm. Okay. Um, it was very, very popular. It's, it's, it still exists, and you can go to it. And I, I went recently, and you eat breakfast. It's a bunch of like senior citizens. You have to sing old timey songs wow. with them, and do a secret handshake where it's like eggs and bacon, and you flip your hands over, and then someone delivers like a, a lecture. What, um, what you guys, you everyone see? should go to. And the we can. Uh, it's open to the public. Yeah, it costs like ten or fifteen dollars. Wow. Is, is it at is the Knott's Chicken Dinner Restaurant? No, it's it's <laughs> it's in Los Feliz, kind of. Uh, in there's like a. Uh, it's called the Friendship Auditorium, which is specifically built for this thing. Oh yeah. And it's kind of over by the like when River where Riverside and Los Feliz cross, and there's that fountain. Whoa. Across wow. the street. Yeah. Google the breakfast LA Breakfast is Club. It, is it like libertarians? No, it's it's just it's just weird. It's so weird. <laughs> okay. It's so weird. The history of it is so weird. They have like this these old placemats with like all the codes. I think they were just like really going hard on the Masons, but all the things are still there, and it's just so weird. It's wow. so confusing and huh. weird. Um, and you have to like you have to sing like the Green Berets song hmm. and all this stuff. I could do that. Yeah, you guys would love it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's sounds- Jason and I were talking good. about being becoming Elks a while ago. Oh yeah, joining because there's an Elks like lodge an Elks lodge Burbank. or something. Like yeah, I would like to be part of a social club or social like with old men. Yeah, you can meet some old men. Yeah. I'm hear some it. stories <laughs> learn about mm-hmm. the flat earth bore them bore, bore, bore them, them with, with our theme park <laughs> <You> knowledge <know>. uh, <laughs> okay these two young these two nerds <laughs> we gotta institute an age limit <laughs> i'm gonna fake a very mild heart attack <laughs> <laughs> he's still talking about Epcot Center. He keeps asking me about Walter Knott. I never met the guy. <laughs> the one is wrenching a girlfriend, but he seems like a real fucking virgin. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> I'm going to um, give him a mad magazine. Maybe <laughs> straighten his whistle out. <laughs> I love children's cartoons like Mickey Mouse. I don't understand. <laughs> Didn't get it from day one. <laughs> um uh, what have what have we missed uh uh you know the uh i don't want to move out of the attraction entirely but uh, don't forget uh, as all uh, uh epcot countries are it's an entire pavilion uh with all kinds yes. of restaurants and fun to enjoy why in the uh, american gardens theater you can witness seasonal entertainment uh, one time they had lord of the dance without michael flatley uh, it was a different, just a, a generic Lord of the Dance. Uh, there was a show called Barrage, which was a dance and fiddle show. Mm-hmm. So there's always something good happening. Sure, yeah. They performed the nativity there too, right? Yes. The candlelight processional, which uh, is a, yeah, like a, a recitation of the mm-hmm. nativity that happens here at Disneyland in the uh, at the railroad station. But in Epcot, it's at the American Adventure. Uh, they get... 
I, I, I was thinking that they were, it was usually like stars who were a little uh, over the hill or a little more C-list, mm-hmm. but Kurt Russell will do this thing. You'll watch Kurt Russell read the read the story of Christ's birth. Um, <laughs> not Joel bad. Osment, I read, did it one year. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, wow. They have an eclectic group of people, like some people that have been associated with Disney and then just like, or no, I guess Chris Hemsworth did it out here. Mm-hmm. I was shocked by that. Chris Hemsworth yeah. is doing the nativity for Disney? It's like kind of a thing. I think a cool thing. But like Neil Patrick Harris, I mean, obviously he's going to he do it. He's lie. a, yeah. He can't say he's no. He's a nerd for this shit. He can't say no to that? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to say no to it. No. Trust. He, is this a thing we can campaign for? Oh, for yeah. Podcast, maybe. Podcast the ride for nativity? He can't say. <laughs> um, <laughs> am I remember there's a restaurant, right? There's like a, a counter service. I got that written down. So it's, uh, yeah, there's no sit down, but uh, we got. Uh, uh, oh, where is it? Oh, we got the Liberty Inn. Get yourself a hot dog there. I feel like for a while they were trying foods from around the country. So like you could get a Maryland crab cake Ooh. or a Philly cheesesteak. Mm. I see. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if dirty still water. doing that. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, oh, uh, in the ride itself, let's not forget those... Uh, <laughs> I wrote down those dumbass statues. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's yeah. The statues yeah. that light mm-hmm. up where it's like a seaman, a seafaring man who represents adventure, and a doctor who represents compassion. Big awesome. Aaron Ugg on the statues. When yeah. it, like like a curtain rises and the big reveal is there's been a bunch of statues over here. I She's, love yeah. I love how much Aaron hates this ride. She really yeah. does. She doesn't seem like she hates a lot of stuff, but like her. Just... Oh, if she does, yeah. She she has there's no uh, poker face on her when she loves something. She loves when she hates it. She despises it. Like I had to I like my mom i had to like turn the day around after that like <laughs> how can i which i think probably it's easy in world showcase just go on that maelstrom again oh yeah just go mm-hmm. just maelstrom for a couple hours and you're set there <laughs> the, the attraction that made her the angriest uh, it's a tie between american adventure and the armageddon experience in uh, disney studios paris oh. which was disney studios paris is just well at some point there will be the episode where i just rail against it uh, uh, bad yeah I, I i think it's i think it's terrible and uh, <laughs> uh like the laziest park and we were just like run down by the place in general and then this and you're armageddon like, we came show. all the way to paris and here we are. <laughs> yeah yeah like, that's that's sucking. what you're feeling at all times you're half an hour away from this this amazing city and we're here we're with a where there's a planet hollywood and an earl of sandwich the place that we could just sure. go yes. avoid here that's our best restaurant oh. option not so uh, Armageddon, uh, yeah, we'll get to that one. Um, there's a gift shop next to the American Adventure, mm-hmm. and you can buy all sorts of things, you know, in little American flags. Um, but here, I have a picture from when we were there. You can purchase a nice Aww. photo of our current president, <laughs> Donald <laughs> John Trump. It's two photos. They have a couple. I think they have older, like they have Clinton and stuff too, but it's like... It's a very cheap looking thing. It looks like a black piece of construction paper <laughs> where like a white border and then there's two photos. One of him in front of the White House looking very dour like he usually does and then smiling to the point where he looks like he was photoshopped smiling. It doesn't look like his real smile because uh, he is uh, he can't smile. Smiles can't. are rare, yeah. That's like the school photos I yes. get where it's me looking head on and then one of me turned very slightly in another direction. <laughs> Scott, yeah. if your dad had never intervened, can you see a world where you would have bought that uh yeah i'm thinking about i'm thinking about how like yeah there's possibly me at 32 i'm like no mike i hope that you're not 
planning on saying something derogatory <laughs> about our president. Uh, nothing but respect for my president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, except but my dad's a big Trump guy, too. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I could have been right there with him. Hmm. Uh, do we add him to this, too? Do we jam him into the American Adventure? You just jump right from... Uh, I think he deserves to be in Rosie there. the Riveter. Just to straight like to Trump, and then that's Donald it? Trump. Mm-hmm. We missed the 60s. Donald Trump coming down the escalator. Oh, the that's good. Yeah, no yeah. JFK, nothing. No JFK. Well, 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 no. he, you know, an easy no place Martin to Luther drop King. him. No Papists. No Papists. No Catholics. <laughs> an easy place to drop him in right next to Frederick Douglass saying what a great guy he was. That's the easy one. He's, he's continuing to do great work. <laughs> I have a better... He, okay, it's Mark Twain, it's Ben Franklin, and Trump hosting the thing. Oh, great. The three of them, and then they can all comment and quip. Or and, or he's Statler and Waldorf up in the balcony <laughs> uh, railing and doing his Screaming his that he doesn't zings. know these people. He's never heard of them. It's Statler, it's like St- it's one of it's Statler and Trump. It's one of the Muppets and Trump. <laughs> it's one of the Muppets. Every now and then, the tr- Trump animatronic like yells out like Anna Wintour wanted to be the British ambassador. <laughs> or it's like because he's not featured in the ride. Lincoln and Trump in the balcony. Oh yeah, like sure. It's Ford's theater and Lincoln is watching well, the American. <laughs> well, and Trump uh-huh. knows what's about to happen because he's in on it. <laughs> or he just doesn't. He's never learned that history. Oh, that's so true too. Happen, he freaks out. Lincoln <laughs> animatronic happened. This is horrible. But uh, no, Joe, it's funny. right away. Wilkes Booth though. Lincoln animatronics. Like this is the first time I've been in a balcony in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but then Will, and then like Wilkes Booth does it, and Trump is like, Wilkes Booth is still a pretty good guy, and I wish him well. I think that uh, he was a fantastic actor, and I hope he acts again. John, careful on that jump. <laughs> a long way down, you're gonna hurt your leg again. <laughs> There's great people on both sides of this yeah. assassination. <laughs> Hey, both brothers. I like both brothers. Why oh, are you Both brothers are great. Edwin, come on. Come out here, Edwin. <laughs> um, well, well, I mean, maybe this takes us into into plus-ups. Uh, uh, yeah. Changes? Anything we would do to this? Well, yeah. What, well, yeah what, so, you know, the scale, uh, do we keep completely the same? Do we plus it up or do we burn it down for insurance money and build something else? Mm-hmm. So who wants to well, give I think their full assessment? Levity in the attraction. I like this idea of wisecracks from the side. I like. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. I respect so much about this attraction, the technical achievement that it is, and the great animatronics. But why does it have to be so just self-important and heavy and ponderous? And uh, uh, although I think let's I be object honest, to that, those, those I wisecracks think, are not going to be good. No, they're not going to be good. I think this thing has to be more serious. Honestly, I think that there should be more dour and more humorless i think so they that, should take out the joke about how carnegie hall will yeah work. yeah <laughs> that's the, like the closest what thing what does twain say then after that like libraries that's the ticket like or he says when they're like who's this edison he's like oh that young fellow who invented the phonograph <laughs> yeah 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 alexander graham bell's like clowning on edison right uh-huh. like yeah where he's like my telephone it's very billy zane and titanic sort of yeah. not knowing what'll happen in comedy oh sure. yes well <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. a guy who thinks he's in his own golden age yeah uh, i i actually thought i forgot that was the philadelphia exposition the centennial i thought it was the Columbian exposition and to tie it back to a long ago episode uh, uh, Columbian Exposition setting of the devil in the white city Twain went to that one uh, saw the white city on the train ride in then got violently ill and never left his hotel room until he got on the train out so he never saw it. the Columbian Exposition <laughs> never got lured to H.H. H. Holmes's murder house <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
maybe for another podcast, but I went to the Shanghai Exposition years ago. Oh, whoa. I went to like a legit world expo. There's still That's wild. things? Oh uh-huh. my God. Yeah. The next How one's in it? Dubai. It was the craziest oh. thing I've ever when seen. When is that? We should yeah. go to that 20, Dubai 2020. one. 2020. 2020 Dubai. Mm-hmm. You guys can save up. Yeah. 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 And we yeah. can go to Lionsgate World. And they have things you yes. walk through. They're like walk through dark rides. Whoa. Uh-huh. It's so great. Oh, we got it. What'd you see? Were any technology coming down the pike? Uh, uh, it was like 12 foot robot baby in one room. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I went through a pavilion called the Pavilion of Urbanian which was, I don't know what it meant, but China had built it to teach its own citizens about like urban development. Wow. And it was like a dark ride. It looked like it's a small world, but you walk through it. Wow. Whoa. That's anyway, crazy. This was not a Biennale. This was not like a, no, an it's art ex- thing. It's the expo. It is an expo. The oh, yeah, expo okay. still exists. Okay. And it moves, it's usually every two years, but it's in a different country every two years. Last, huh. year, last year it was in Kazakhstan. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Track, track the expo, guys. It's we really very should. Well, we should. It's, as we know, it's a part of theme park history. Yes. The 64 World's Fair. Disney built all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Epcot is a permanent World's Fair. It's that's still, true. It's still very theme parky. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's fun. good to hear. Okay. Yeah. They didn't just, it's not just kind of a dry conference. Or, it's hmm. weird. It's about exciting people, you know. Huh? Jeez. Hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's, an, that's awesome. Um, well, yeah. Well, I don't know. What, what do we do? You think, you think keep it, uh, I think, well, more I th- ponderous, more ponderous. I think more ponderous. I think that it should be, I, I felt so bad for the guy I was saying that human being trying to tell everyone, I think it should be more like a school. Like you get kicked out if you talk in there. I think that it should be, you really have to listen. You have to, this is a lesson in American history and that you should respect, uh, the history and the man and, and I think there should be no funny business when you when you walk into those doors. Mm-hmm. Jason, thoughts? Uh, I think you know. I I watching this again, and I I watched um, uh, the Martin's vids on it. Uh, we talked about this before. It's he makes these like documentary uh, montages with like a lot of the concept art, and then usually a ride through. Uh, the one I watched of this uh, included every version of the Golden Dreams ending, <laughs> uh, which was a lot to watch back to back. But uh, watching it a couple times through, regardless, I do think it's strange. It jumps from, uh, you know, from the Rosie the Riveter to like we win the war and there's a video and then you're out uh, after the torch. Mm-hmm. So I would like just one or two more animatronic scenes in between the torch and the war. Like maybe someone walking on the moon. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe, I don't know what else. MLK. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe MLK. Like, yeah, that is strange. They didn't Woodstock. have like, MLK in there. Woodstock. Oh, sure. oh Woodstock. Oh, yeah. the Disneyified Woodstock. Nixon. <laughs> Nixon resigning. Well, yeah, Nixon, Nixon getting on the helicopter because like, Nixon climbing up the helicopter stairs. I want more. I just want more stairs in every single one of these. <laughs> oh scenes. yeah, so that, it's got to be history's greatest moments on stairs. Uh, Nixon. What I now I had a different idea. Because Nixon gave the I am not a crook speech in the contemporary hotel in Orlando in, in Disney World. So I think you put that just see, put that scene there where it happened. You, you just, just go put into that the, hotel and you can watch that speech. It's I like think, great yeah. moments with Mr. Nixon. Yes. He's hidden like Pigpen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Away from the rest of In history. the basement of the there, contemporary yeah, hotel. Shit. There's a picture of Nixon and Kissinger walking through Epcot, like with Spaceship Earth in Whoa. the background. Oh, like, yeah. Very weird oh, and, well, and uh, uh, Reagan and Bush, this video, both of them giving speeches out in mm-hmm. front of that American adventure. Uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah. There's a really crazy performance of a song called Thousand Points of Light in one of these old specials. <laughs> Sung by every president's 
automatic favorite singer, Lee Green- Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Trump, strangely silent on the subject of Lee Greenwood until this year, but I believe Trump always loved Lee Greenwood his mm. entire life. Always of a big fan. Uh, uh, but the, uh, yeah, wait, let, yeah, maybe let's acknowledge Disney World's part in history. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bush's famous, let's get robots so, of Lee Greenwood singing that Nixon, song. Nixon uh, and Dreamfinder. <laughs> what? Nixon Dreamfinder. Dreamfinder. Yeah. Nixon met hello figment. <laughs> Is that his child or just a child? I can't. I don't know. Like a child for a photo op. They just is. handed him you, a child. You gotta put that online. Yeah, I gotta. gotta wow, that. that's incredible. Uh, um, yeah. Well, I agree. Some more. Yeah, watch a really like hokey Steve Jobs scene because that's mm-hmm. the thing like new history loves to do steve jobs mm-hmm. in the uh, in the garage inventing the computer oh, the yeah. disney yes and he still he probably still talks in that franklin kind of way it's called a personal computer <laughs> i believe everyone will have one of these in their pockets and instead of Nonsense. listening to will rogers he's listening to like sam kinnison or who would it be bill hicks <laughs> bill hicks, bill hicks yeah. yeah 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 and then it goes to a bill hicks animatronic <laughs> oh yeah we need some bill hicks in this given the real stuff uh-huh. i got it from here chief joseph <laughs> <laughs> uh, look this entire show has been bullshit okay <laughs> uh, uh, yeah hey maybe that's that's not a bad thing you can get some uh, uh get a bill maher in there oh uh, yeah howard Rolf. zinn uh uh the uh-huh. is that the guy the people's history of the uh uh yeah let's get some dissenting voices yeah yeah another perspective yeah yeah uh fractured takes on history yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. What else? What do you, any, uh, you have any thoughts about uh, what do you, the, the future of the oh, American adventure? Burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's really said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just burn it to the ground. We don't need it anymore. Hey. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you do something new. The American adventure is over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. We don't that. deserve it anymore. It's like it's yeah. too optimistic. Burn it to the fucking ground and make kids watch it burn. <laughs> They're not going to care. It should be like an eternal flame. Just, like, just the thing is always at the building's always on fire. Ride. All right, film, film the animatronics' faces melting as they scream. <laughs> this is what I get for being optimistic. Pride is an American pastime. Even those who overcame it are proud of their humility. The you flaming light. lasso lights uh, <laughs> lights the curtains up on fire. Slowly, it, it's on fire first and it reaches his hands. Yeah, this is the best version of the show is them all burning. Yeah. But don't you got a jailbreak like the good guy? You got to get Chief Joseph out of there. You got to like yeah. let him yeah. let him run away laughing. Frederick Douglass, Chief Joseph and the the black the guys in the garage all get out and yeah. everyone else. They all get to piss oil onto the <laughs> edges <of> the <laughs> hydraulic and fluid. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Katie Stanton, is that who it is? The um, uh, Susan B. Anthony. Susan B. Anthony. Yeah. She gets out too and everyone else just burns all yeah, the white you, men burn you yeah she has a zip she has a grappling she just goes up <laughs> and she had, yeah, like Mary gets her from behind they, <laughs> yeah. they zoom out <laughs> all the minorities and women escape and the white men burn <laughs> but when where do where do they go do they go to other rides yeah they, they gotta get like, to other rides they, they all just get their own boat on they the go maelstrom in the, they're in the mexico ride <laughs> Just confusing it. Just, yeah. them and just like Coco having drinks. Just waving at the end. Is Coco there now? <laughs> Not yet. There, there's rumors depending mm, on how. Doesn't look like it's going to happen though. Oh really? Did uh, it not? Did Coco not didn't do, do well? as well as they hoped it would do? To put it to justify putting in two robots into a ride. Yes, right. Yeah. They go live in an it. apartment with some Swedish 
They go to the. They live in the uh, yeah. the house in Hollywood Studios. Moms and dads. <laughs> yeah. oh, they get waited on hand yeah. and foot by a mom. Yeah, but they but they they like talk back a little. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll eat how I want to eat. I'll put my elbows where I want to. Mm-hmm. I earned it. I had to live I in the American the adventure. <laughs> yeah, they teach mom a little something about tolerance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe they get her out of the house and like. <laughs> Like working again and pursuing her dreams <laughs> that she is stifled to serve right. meatloaf all day. Let's that, liberate those moms. That is <laughs> interesting that there was no like summer of love that the, the baby boomers who built this managed to restrain themselves from having a summer of love sequence in it. Oh, Maybe yeah. they were too close. That's probably yeah, civil rights, anything. Yeah. They, they didn't want to put controversial stuff in there, Jason, you know? <laughs> they didn't want to rile the average audience. You, you know what I think? If you're, okay, well, we'll still burn it down, but before we do, let's just add one section for the last year, which is get uh, Franklin and Twain off of the torch, and let's put Hendrix on there, wailing Ooh. the star-spangled banner Hell yeah. up, on the, up next to the flame. <laughs> next to his friend? Charles Manson. <laughs> yeah, Free where now, was Charlie. Charles Manson? I guess he hadn't been caught yet. By the time they started blue skying this ride, they're like all horrified. Like, all right, let's not work any overtime. It's still uh, Benjamin, we might die. Benjamin Franklin, the first animatronic to climb upstairs. Charles Manson, the first animatronic to paint in blood on a wall. <laughs> Helter. It's just when it goes right from like uh, like from uh, Rose of the River to the LaBianca murder <laughs> the final you watch the final stabs and then like all right it's done and well let's dream, now we just America. wait for that race war to happen any minute now <laughs> these are jokes but these this is the american adventure <laughs> that is true it has all the parts yeah that's all part of this there's Jeez. no like yeah there's no uh uh warren Beatty hitting on mia farrow at the brown derby <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> Uh, yeah, Patty Hearst. <laughs> yeah, Patty Hearst. Woody no. Allen exiting a lobby with Sunyi in arm. <laughs> the boat. What do you the mean Rob- you like Queen <laughs> Scotsy? The class. <laughs> the Robert Wagner boat scene. <laughs> where he pushes now. <laughs> uh, so this is the American this adventure. Is the American this adventure. is what it is. The low speed OJ Simpson chase. <laughs> yes. This brought an, us an, together as a nation. An, a cubicle jockey from Enron just going, what do you mean my pension is worthless now? <laughs> the sex plane that Trump and Clinton were both oh, on. Yeah, Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein's Jeff sex Epstein. plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the sex island. Hey, Although I guess that's, up? Hey. that's the sky is international sky, so maybe that's not American adventure. Hey, no. If anybody <laughs> was spreading but, their golden wings, it was those guys. That's true. Catherine, uh, what's her name? The Florida, the four Catherine of Harris. Catherine Harris holding yeah. up a hanging chad. Yeah. Like hanging for the, for chad, this update, dude. we built the biggest hanging chad that's ever been constructed. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson dangles blanket out of a window. Oh, <laughs> that would be the new shaking hands moment on the ride. That would be the true climax. Oh, the, the cast and crew of a Master of Disguise learning about 9-11. <laughs> Did that happen? Yeah, yeah. they were on I the set. their IMDb page. Yeah. It happened. There's a moment of silence. They were filming the Turtle Club scene. 
It was literally the turtle scene? I think so. It came up on a Doughboys podcast. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. So uh, so Dana Carvey in turtle costume, in sadness about 9-11, descending into the suit, uh, and then descending back into the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I like this. Uh, so we do all those, and then we burn it to the ground. Yeah, One yeah. last year, just like guns blazing. They put, oh, give they, us the keys. Let, just give us the keys and endless animatronic money uh, uh do we keep go- i think ma- is it just regular golden dreams or do oh, yeah, you exactly. gotta keep the song <laughs> yeah they make it even longer every year it gets and progressively a- longer and any animatronics we couldn't add go into the golden dreams like montage yeah and lee yeah. greenwood uh does a v- verse now they had a lee greenwood verse <laughs> uh, to it and uh, uh and uh, uh what what's the uh, uh three doors down there in there yeah, yeah. Three doors down, it's uh, in there. they rip a solo uh-huh. <laughs> um uh, uh, they're the right. ha- house band. They're just there always. It's the re- yeah, yeah. They <laughs> are real three doors down. Three oh, doors also, of course, in the montage, we didn't even mention. It. Of course, Walt's in the film montage. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Walt is also in the lobby of the Hall of Presidents now. Oh, okay. like there's a little corner to like here's some Walt stuff, and it's like yeah, you got a Walt. And he wasn't a president, but uh, yeah, let's put him in the lobby. Basically, sure. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah sure. he was a president. They also have Elon Musk, who certainly has done all of his work in America, but was did not live in America until. 18 or mm. so so mm. i don't know mm. look i'm not a, I, 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 this, that's not the argument to make that somebody's not american for but like i don't know is that weird i think it's a little premature to put elon musk yeah villain they might have to villain this place lately yeah. a lot of the well, flame there you go he starts the fire oh, with a, we build an elon musk be, animatronic elon just musk and peter thiel light the fire <laughs> together if being weird and shitty disqualifies you from being in a disney park then there's plenty of people that need to get kicked out so yeah. i'm not gonna, oh, I'm going to say sure. Elon Musk belongs there already, no matter what he's about to do. Because Walt Disney's there. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we can't no. Don't say that about that, Walt. We, we we'll joke about it. anything except for Walt. <laughs> you're a flawless <laughs> man, a perfect. Man. <laughs> yeah, he was great. No, you're don't. upsetting nine-year-old Scott big time. Uh, so let's hear. Let's end this before we uh, uh, take a dark turn. Uh, Eva Anderson, you've survived podcast the ride. Oh, my, I'm so delighted. This was a thank blast. You, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, hey, thank thanks you for so burning much. America to the ground with us. <laughs> Is there anything you'd uh, uh, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, uh, any uh, do you do any like or do you do effed up stand up that we can uh, God, I wish I don't I don't have anything to plug right now huh mm. all right yeah yeah Twitter, Twitter. do you want people Twitter. to follow you on Twitter or do oh you yeah care? I'm on Twitter at uh, Eva Fay E-V-A-F-A-Y all right yeah yeah cool check her out there uh, check us out at Podcast The Ride on Twitter and all the other things, but we don't do as much on the other things. Twitter is where it's at. No, but yeah. maybe, maybe someday soon we'll embark on our greatest adventure, three men in their 30s trying to figure out what people like on Instagram. Mm. <laughs> trying to figure out what young people use Instagram for. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to spread our golden wings and, and the new podcast, to. Mama, Mama's Boys. What's that? Oh, podcast, yeah, Mama's, Mama's Boys. Boys. Oh, oh Mama's yeah. Boys. Maybe it's for Jason. all of our it's material not, not theme park based. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, we learned us. about the, the works of James Patterson and Agatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Forbidden Broadway. And Forbidden Broadway. Uh, uh, that's, well, there's another Forbidden Podcast The Ride, the wow. parody that we do of our own podcast. Mm. It'll be real cheeky. Yeah. Uh, you can help us write the book, Eva. <laughs> Glad oh, you're in, in on this already. I'm in on it. Great, wonderful. Uh, all right, hey, uh, thanks for listening. Spread your golden wings and fly. Mm. Fly. Fly. 
spread your golden wings, sail on freedom's wind across the sky. Great bird, with your golden dreams, flying high, flying citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. I have a dream this afternoon that the brotherhood of man will become a reality in this day with this faith. 40 feet down, two and a half, picking up some dust. Four forward, four forward, drift into the right a little. Contact light. Okay, engine stop. We copy you down, Eagle. Tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed. Amen. 